Welcome, everybody, to episode 63 of the Bombshell Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Dynamite, with our lovely co-host, Fajardi. How are you doing today, my friend? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm doing very well. Zero complaints about a lot of things right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just really enjoying life at the moment. And uh, I'm glad to be talking about Call of Duty today on the pod. It's a uh, massive W today. Hope you guys enjoy it. we got a lot of topics to go through, and I couldn't be more excited to hop into them right now. Absolutely, man. Happy to hear that. Good energy all the way around. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there who celebrated yesterday or is still celebrating as of this weekend. I know later today I'm celebrating my mom's side of the family. Yesterday was my dad's side, so um, I get to get fat two days in a row. So I'm looking forward to the extra food. There's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a fantastic time. But I have to sincerely thank all of you guys for getting us just three thousand subs, I believe, away from one hundred thousand. The big milestone we've been working towards for a very long time is near i mean i just can't believe how close we are i mean you guys have been killing it with the support we have a lot to get through in terms of all the season one coverage um i know last friday we didn't have an episode there was so much going on i mean i think we actually Mm. underestimated how crazy season one was about to be to the point where we're like oh crap can we even do a pod Uh, we were saying that last (sighs) week and i remember we were just going crazy with dmz there was so much going on in terms of what to post about so we were like you know what we'll take a friday again to just focus on the material we have to work with, and here we are today discussing everything that's going on. Um, Kazu said 2,800. Wait, where are we at right now? In Is that in point sub- two? We are at 97.2. Yeah. Dude, what in the Jesus, hell? Jesus, man. How, yeah, a, a lot of important people around me did say that 100K is in reach before Christmas or before 2023 in general, and I'm like, oh, I don't know about that one. We were at 90K like two weeks ago. But <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm, I'm so grateful. At the start of the month, yeah. At the start of the month. I mean, you guys have just been killing with the support. I sincerely thank all you guys for everything. It's just been, and, and for Jordan, take it away, man. I mean, you've been absolutely killing it with content management and, and marketing. I mean, go into that real quickly before we get into some Call of Duty topics. Yeah, there was, uh, it's just with the, the new game coming out, you know, the, the channel had to be innovated, had to be revitalized. And you had to kind of reinvent the wheel with a lot of things that DK was doing. And um i think with dk's life he didn't really have a lot of time to do that so i kind of stepped in did a lot of things revitalized the thumbnail structure the title structure um and really kind of like i said innovated the channel a lot and i think it's been for the for the better um as you can see these past few weeks but uh yeah the content management i mean i've been doing some notes for the news videos you guys have been seeing haven't done one uh Probably since season one has started, but I did a few before that. But yeah, yeah very, uh, very good scenes. I've been really, it's really trying hard to just get better at uh, thumbnails and and uh, producing just the most <laughs> official looking um, content uh, thumbnail I've ever seen. And just yesterday or a day before, I I remade the actual roadmap, a template thing that they have for the official roadmaps. So. You, you yeah, guys, you bet your ass you'll be seeing more of that. Oh, yeah. A lot more of that. People will be seeing that, for sure. I'm really mm-hmm. excited about that. Um, real quickly, we'll just go through some people in chat. Buddy Kaiser, thank you so much. Uh, Invigorous, love the names at 100K with the trophy emoji. Brody, remember Ace. Christina said, love the logo. And good morning to Fajardi. Hey, what's up? Appreciate you popping in. Buddy Hells. Who else we got in here? Call of Duty Fanboy, you ready for the new football player? Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a second, definitely. He releases in four minutes. He releases in four minutes, even better. <laughs> you know, if we didn't have a pod today, I probably would have done a short, a short gameplay stream where we go in and, like, buy the bundle and play with it. But we did that with uh, Neymar Jr. a couple of days ago, and we'll do that again with Messi, I think, this Monday. But, yeah, today we're pod- we're doing a podcast, so it's all good. Um, what's up? Richard said, hi, Brahari. You hope you're okay. Appreciate you doing great. Hopefully you're doing well also. Now, I want to start off with this comment. 
I believe I sent it to you. This is really wholesome. This is such a wholesome comment. It was posted by Mash2481. I knew your channel would blow the hell up during MW2's life cycle. You're really good at what you do. Got one request though. Please bring Fajardi back for some vids. Seems to be a great guy and you two have good friendly chemistry. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on this comment, man? You got, you gotta, we had to start with this because this is just too wholesome um, to, to, to glance over. Absolutely I'm very amazing. shocked. I'm very shocked, shocked to see that comment because it is not anyone that I, that I, I don't remember seeing this person a lot in, in live stream chats or, yeah. or on video comments. This is the first time I've seen them and to, to them to really, uh, to, to directly call my name is, it, it's cool to see because I don't exactly, uh, especially on Twitter, I don't exactly, you know, promote these type of things I'm doing on the channel, but some people really do notice it. Oh yeah. Um, luckily for that guy, to notice it. um, when DK gets hundred K, I will be, we will be meeting for the first time. Yeah. So in know, person, pod? in person then. pod, what's going yeah, on? The, in person pod. <laughs> in person pod. Yeah. That's going to be but, exciting. Uh, yeah. I, luckily for him, you know, I'm, I'm sort of in, in spirit every time he is watching a video. Cause you know, I am doing the thumbnails. Um, some of the times doing the titles. Um, so it's really cool to see that uh, people want to see me more and more stuff. And I know I've said before I want to start my own content, and I'm still thinking about it, and I still really want to do it. But right now I'm really focused on getting DK to 100K because that's been our kind of our, our our crusade since our crusade before before Black Ops 4. Um, I, I found I, I, we just found each other when uh, he was only at like 1.3K. So to be uh, this close to 100K is really something special. So. After that, you know, you might start seeing a little more things. I know I'm kind of keep putting off, but I am uh, I'm really, I'm really working hard behind. Whenever the, the time comes, man. Yep. Yeah, exactly. No, for sure, so, dude. I, yeah, I, I will say, comment. what a good guy. That was a great comment. I, I was gonna say, I mean, it's been a long time since we did a dual commentary. I think, like you, you said it best. It was, I think, Bo4 we did with our last one. It was so long ago. Uh, we did a dual commentary. Well, I'll pull it up for maybe next episode. I like, think... it was so long ago we did one. I think I know what video it is, and it was a video explaining the new free weapon case you got in Black Ops 4 when yeah. they released it uh, during MW 2019 cycle. I think that was yeah, the last yeah. thing. Yeah, so long ago. So, and you, you were using a blue snowball at the time as well, which is hilarious. It was literally a blue snowball microphone, and I had my yeah. old I had and my it sounded like it too. <laughs> it sounded like it too. <laughs> um, with that being said, buddy, Nirko in chat, what's going on, bro? He said, bromance. Absolutely, man. What's going on? The Brotherhood. It's not like it's the last bombshell. It was two weeks ago, but last Friday we didn't do it because again, season one was nuts. We were posting, we were making, we were producing so much content that we just didn't get a chance to do a pod. But um, yeah, starting off with the first topic, I think we definitely have to get into is regarding the season one cinematic cutscene. I find this one interesting because every first season of MW19, Cold War Vanguard, the first seasons of the last three games introduced us to the protagonist or the antagonist or, or something, what the direction's going to be for the post-launch story. But this one didn't. I remember this cutscene came out and it's pretty much this, this fancy overview of Almazra. You get to look at Zeus, mm -hmm. which is cool, but it doesn't at all set up the post-launch story. So I'm going to safely assume because the blog post, as we'll talk about in a bit, refers to the season one raid as like the beginning of the post-launch story Maybe we'll get a separate cutscene through that raid in a couple of weeks, and then that's kind of how the post-on story kicks off. Because this cutscene certainly did not kick anything off. I mean, what were your thoughts when you first saw this opening? Because it doesn't really say much, and it's also kind of cropped weirdly. Like it's kind of stretched. I don't know if you guys noticed that when you watched the cutscene in game. Yeah. Or, how do you feel about this one? Because this was very odd. You know, I hate to keep bringing up Cold War, but you know, comparing comparing this cutscene to the Cold War season one cinematic, it's kind of 
it's literally night and day. And maybe we're not supposed to be comparing that cutscene to this, and maybe we're supposed to wait until raids to get actually something to yeah. uh, something worth comparing the Cold War stuff to. But it's I, looking at this cutscene, I'm just like, what's really the point of it? Um, we've already yeah. we've already gotten we've already gotten Almazra Warzone Two trailer. We already seen this overview of the map and the locations in it. Why do that again for when we load up the game? It's just like I skipped it. I didn't even care. <laughs> you um, just straight up skipped it. Yeah, yeah and, it, it's strange. Uh, it's just, it's, it's very, yeah, it's very, very strange. I think that's the best way to put it. Um, just because I, it's just there's nothing really being moved forward there. Um, yeah. So hopefully, Rage does fill that fill that gap. I'm really hoping it does. Yeah, it's also not a cinematic, so to speak. It reminds me of the season one outro for Cold War, where it was rendered in game. Yeah, it's in game, and I'm like, okay, maybe they ran out of time and didn't get a chance to do a, a proper cinematic for the first season, and that's fine because they've the fact that they've released as much as they have. The amount that they've juggled, right? We're talking the beta and then the big launch, right? And then with the launch itself, there's already a campaign, a multiplayer, a spec ops. Season one comes out three weeks later. You have Warzone 2, DMZ, all this other post-launch content, the battle pass. Three weeks after that, which is December 14th, coming up, reloaded, or the mid-season update with raids. I mean, they've managed to get out a lot already. So I'm okay with things like, okay, maybe the first season doesn't have a super big cinematic cutscene, or the first season doesn't have the hardcore game mode or a combat record. And those things have come out, but... I'm okay with the fact that there's so much content dropping, which would mean, okay, we got to like relax a little bit on these other things for a little bit. Cause they're still trying to get things together. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with that. I I'm not, it doesn't really bother me at all, but I'll tell you what's really fascinating to me. I put a short out about this. The, let me pull up the exact tweet. I know Charlie Intel just posted about it. See if I could find it. Um, let's see. So the main menu now with this, with I think update 1.11, it now just says Call of Duty. So yeah. they've solidified the fact that when you buy Modern Warfare 2, you've bought the Call of Duty HQ application. If you download Warzone 2 for free, you can get the HQ essentially for free, that app. But it really does confirm that going forward, everything will kind of be in sync through this one headquarters, this big hub. Um, I think what's confusing, though, is that people are like, wait a second, does that mean when the next Black Ops comes out, it's going to be like the same menu as Modern Warfare 2. I think that's the point. We could see a UI update that makes it look prettier eventually, but it really solidifies this is COD 2.0, and every new game that comes out is going to be on that same list. You know, Right now, the list is just MW2, Warzone 2, DMZ, but the list will eventually add you know, Black Ops 2024 or whatever other games are, are meant to come out. Um, but I think what's important to remember, people do forget this a lot, technology has been put in place to ensure we don't see the same stability problems as Warzone 1, where, for example, Warzone 1 got an update with Verdansk Rebirth, MW19 broke. Cold War got an update, uh, something in Warzone broke. Or Vanguard Warzone Pacific gets added in, and then MW19 broke. So they yeah. put technology in place to ensure stability, where everything is seamlessly integrated, but won't break when one of those things gets an update on its own two feet. If that, does that make sense? I mean, I hope that's clear for everybody. That's like, oh, I thought it was a separate app. Warzone 2 is a separate app. Don't forget, like if you have settings in place on Modern Warfare 2, like your sensitivity, control fixes, whatever, when you open up Warzone 2, all those settings are reset. Like you can seamlessly transition from one to the other, but it's it's considered two separate apps. It's just that when you, when you own Modern Warfare 2 and you download Warzone 2, they just get mashed together. And I hope that's clear because I think people are still confused about how the separation works. I mean, how do you feel about that the integration with COD 2.0 so far? Do you think it's the right move? Do you think it's <sighs> kind of weird? I mean, how, how would you how would you describe that? I, I mean, I, I think it's 
I think it's worked really well so far. There's no, no big complaints on my end. I really like, um, I know Modern Warfare did have this, but I don't really like Modern Warfare 2019, so I didn't really care. But I really like how it's just, you know, I'm playing DMZ and then I can go play MP and I can go play Instantly. Warzone. Just, yeah. just seamlessly. There's no yep. like, yep. there's no like, oh, I got to wait for, okay, let's launch this game and let's wait for this countdown. And it feels different and the weapons right, are right. completely different and doesn't right. sound the same. Right. Um, I know Modern Warfare 2019 had that, but then again, I don't think that game was that very good. I think it's done. I think it's done a lot better this time around, especially since I think Almazra is miles better than Verdansk. Oh, for sure. Um, so I'm a lot more, I'm a lot more lenient when it comes to them reusing those maps in MP. For example, Albagra Fortress. I absolutely love that map in 6v6. I have no problem with playing it, and it's also in Almazra. So yeah, I think it's really cool to have that um, that synchronization across all modes. Definitely. And I think I think HQ is really cool. Because it's kind of like, um, I, I, it's there is a downside that we don't get personalized sort of uh, main, main menus. menus like we've seen yeah. anymore. But yeah, I don't know if I, I think it's cool. I don't think there's a much of an issue with it. I, I, I think it's definitely better than the one we had before, which was like just like four like little banners of things. Yeah, at least yeah. At least no, you I can look you. at your battle pass in your store before clicking something. But sure, sure. I think I think it's fine. I'm, yeah. I'm really liking it so far. Really yeah. liking MW2 with the whole as well. And we'll get into that a little bit more later with how we're having a big expansion in 2023, which is going to integrate mobile into the mix. And then that's going to probably make people feel like multiplayer is becoming a weapon leveling simulator. And we'll touch on this later because that's a big topic. But yeah, you were right. As of right now, the Pogba operator bundle is now live in Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2. I'm looking forward to the messy one just because of the blue theme. The blueprints themselves have blue tracers. That pack looks sick, but the Pogba one has like a yellow theme going on with it. A little bit of orange too. It, it, it looks pretty solid. Um, we did get the Neymar Jr. one the other day. I'll, I'll probably still pick this Pogba one up this weekend. Maybe you'll see some gameplay of the pack, you know, in a video in the next couple days. But uh, there is a big video dropping on the channel tonight. Uh, Fajari and I have been working on it for a little while. Um, I won't even spoil what it is, but it's definitely a really big recap on something that people are a little confused about. So I'm looking forward to getting that out later this evening. Um, and yeah, I was reminded we are both kind of wearing like shades of brown, kind of in spirit of of Thanksgiving. <laughs> so yeah, that kind of right. Well, you're you're oh, you're just kind of like a like a maroon kind of eh, yeah, little orange salmon, to it. It's still Thanksgiving, salmon. still Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving theme, right? For sure. I mean, For my sure. Thanksgiving was a month ago, so you're stretching on my part. Sure, but. sure, yeah, because yeah, okay, I forgot, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, the U.S. is late to Thanksgiving. You guys already celebrated, but <laughs> besides the soccer bundles right the limited time athletes that are being added as operators there's an article that came out from the man himself tom henderson over at insider gaming let me just look up that article insider gaming let's see if it comes up it should come up right away yes so i think this was after our last podcast gameplay leaked out of the codball mode it's like call of duty's take on rocket league isn't that ironic though that call of duty is dipping into different genres with experiences in games right because they they're jumping into mm -hmm. the extraction like mode now with dmz but i was thinking about it the other day i was like oh my god dmz's cod's first extraction technically extinction was extinction was an extraction like mode but dmz's on a different level obviously uh... free to play w would you disagree with that though because Ext extinction literally the goal in most of the maps was to grab something and extract Dude. Yeah, to an extent. Uh, I I get I get yeah. I, you know I get why you say that because you are extracting like that is the point of the yeah movie. yeah yeah. I think like, when people think of extraction genre video games, they think of this hardcore. hardcore. You die, you lose your like you lose everything, which obviously is kind of. But that's just the thing with like zombies in general. And but um, so I don't really think it's um, fair fair to say it's it fits into the extraction genre. But I do think 
you do extract in the game, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. I get you. That, that's fair enough. Well, gameplay leaked out of the mode itself, and I can't show you the gameplay on screen for obvious reasons, but it looked really fun. I mean, it kind of goes in line with that leak from, I think it was the Ghost of Hope, who said that season one, we're going to get an LTM map and mode. Uh, and we know what the mode is, which is Codwall, but if you're like, well, what the, what's the map? Well, I guess it's the, the, the arena, the stadium, so to speak. You can't hear my fan, by the way, right? I just want to make sure. My fan's on. Um, very, very faintly, very, but it's very not fan, too okay. loud. I just want to make sure you guys don't hear that too much. It is hot in here, so I have it on. But uh, that's the limited time map, so to speak. I know COD Mobile is also getting a soccer stadium, but it's it's a point of interest in the Battle Royale map. It's not a multiplayer map. So I guess the question is, is this COD Ball mode going to be free to play? Whereas you can maybe boot up just Warzone 2 and it'll be there. What I think is happening, right? We just talked about COD HQ, where now at the menu, you could just see MW2, Warzone 2, DMZ. I think the COD mode will probably be right there. So it should be free to play. But if it's not free to play, you have to own Mono Warfare 2 to play it. That also kind of works out because we'll talk about this in a second. But there's a free access weekend coming up very, very soon in which you'll probably be able to get free access to COD Ball. But in this article from Insider Gaming, they do mention some other details about it, which you guys probably didn't know. But... It'll say, the mode named Codball will feature footballers, Neymar, Pogba, and Messi, who will come to the game as operators. And we already know the release dates of those people, 21st, 25th, 29th. Those are the three bundle release dates. And again, today's the 25th. I uh, expected mm -hmm. that the game mode officially start when the first operator is added, but that's not true, obviously. Um, it's currently not known how many players per side the game mode will feature, but let's just hope it's similar to Rocket League with two to three players per side and not 11. I don't know why they put 11. What, 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 why would it be 11? That's a lot of people. Um, it's believed that the yeah. stadium map have been the stadium and map have been in development just for the limited time game mode. It will not feature in will not be featured in classic multiplayer. They should add that to like, like maybe gunfight at least, right? If it's a smaller kind of kind of map or something, that'd be kind of cool to see. But uh, yeah, this article came out about it. Um, Insider Gaming, I mean, Tom obviously has his sources, so these articles that are coming out on Insider Gaming are pretty on point. Um, they they wrote one which we'll talk about later as well about the first raid episode, the details about the gameplay to expect and whatnot. But Codball, I mean, how do you feel about? them taking it a step further with crossovers, not just limited type bundles or maybe a mode, but going beyond that where it's like this full crossover, like it's a mode, but it's not just, oh, you know, uh, uh, a, a take on Kill Confirmed or like a reskin of, of Hardpoint. It's no, this is its own thing. I mean, how do you think, how do you think this crossover is going to go? Sounds pretty I think, cool. I think it's a, oh, someone said 11 is how many players are in, in, in soccer. That makes sense. Oh, again, sense. I, I don't okay. know much about soccer. Excuse me. I'm not a soccer guy. So thank you for correcting me. I, um, someone's probably like, oh, DK's a noob, doesn't know how soccer works. I don't know how soccer works. So thank <laughs> yeah, you for correcting me. I haven't me. played soccer since I was in pretty little league, man. I was in maybe fourth or fifth grade when I last played soccer. Um, but um, yeah. Anyway, what, what, what did you say before? Oh, that crossover thing. Yeah. How, how much bigger actually, this crossover is now compared to like the older ones? I think it's a really good step in the right direction if they keep following this trend of, you know, we're going to add three full operators going to add this community event and we're going to add this new LTM and a new limited time map as well to play uh, a brand new mode never seen in Call of Duty, which is this Rocket League type S thing. I think it's a really good step in the right direction, um, it, but it will only be, this step will only be actually a good step if they keep building on that um, later on with their, with their crossovers coming out. Because I was talking with my family yesterday, I was talking with my brother about uh, Fortnite crossovers and just like, no one, literally no one's ever done it like Fortnite and no one has continued to not do it like Fortnite um, because you know, I use the Dragon Ball event, for example, where it's like you can just go in game and use like the items from the anime. Or you can buy the skins and you can do the, the event and all that. And I think it's just really yeah. giving, I don't know. Uh, I haven't played Fortnite in a while, but I still seriously respect Fortnite for what it's done. Oh, definitely. And I'm, definitely. I'm, I'm very happy to see Call of Duty is start, starting to just give more fun stuff like who would have thought you'd see a rocket league game mode in the modern warfare 2 game um literally no one 
literally especially nobody. a few months ago. So hopefully they keep going down that silly fun route. And I think we can get some really special things in terms of crossovers. If we get like, I don't know, like an Indiana Jones crossover or something. Yeah. Uh, that's an yeah. example. And then you, you can do some cool, like limited time uh, raid mode where you, you like do the first raid and Raiders of the Lost Ark at the start of the movie. I think that would be really that's cool. That's pretty sick. That's pretty sick. Th that's not like, that's just me saying something completely. No, it's ideas. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an idea. It's an idea. But, you know, I see it. I can really see them going down that path, especially with how successful the Cold War crossovers were. Um, brands are going to come in and be like, we need to freaking, like, juice, 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 juice all of it. Right. Because Call of Duty is, it appeals to... A huge um, audience. And not an audience of people that have money um, as opposed to with people in Fortnite where it's just kind of it's more focused toward kids and they kind of rely on parents, I'd say, for a lot of that. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. But Call I, of Duty is a, it's a bigger, uh, not bigger, but more mature, I think. So they have to kind of play around it a little bit differently, but they can still have fun. No, for sure. I, I just think, like, if you look at the way Vanguard did it, right? Vanguard kind of just pumped out a crossover once a season, and I feel like that was their way of yeah. kind of making up for lost revenue in the shop because that game definitely didn't have much interest around it and i bet i bet you sales were not great for for the microtransactions so you know i'm not saying that we still get a crossover every season but i think vanguard in a sense kind of set a precedent for activision to be like hey let's do at least one crossover a season but for a game as juiced and popular as modern warfare 2 it's like the cherry on top of the success it's not that it's carrying anything and even in mm. cold war cold war had great amounts of success without crossovers but that was also just a cherry on top for the game mw19 didn't have any besides the halloween one if i'm not mistaken because there was chainsaw massacre there was yeah jigsaw but what i don't i can't remember anything other than those two for some reason with with that game but uh yeah, yeah I, that's I, true i can't think of any in mw19 so they're already changing that with mw2 mario madness put a put a great point in chat that vanguard does vanguard even do events warzone was doing everything and that's you're that's right actually kind of true Thank you're right that you're right. The, 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 whatever, Vanguard never really got an actual in-game event. It, it didn't get an in-game event. I mean, when the crossovers would happen, it's like, okay, you can buy the bundles through Vanguard, use the content in Vanguard, but the actual like event, if there were any challenges surrounding that crossover, it was all from Caldera or Fortune's Keep. So, like I said, Cold War, once again, set to set the bar for how crossovers should work. You add in the limited type bundles, sure, you got to make your 20 bucks off each one. Uh, you have like an LTM or challenges of sorts in Cold War, and you also have sets of challenges and unlocks through Warzone. So... Modern Warfare 2, without a doubt, is going to have... It's going to do it all. I, I can guarantee you that. And it's all, and we could already see a start of that with Codball, the three athletes. And there's also the support a team or the pick a team system, which is also very weird. I want to get into that real quickly. Let me pull up, pull up the images of what that looks like for those that don't know. So the other day, Modern Warfare 2 got an update called support a team. And you can see this menu uh, through like Call of Duty HQ. You don't have to go into Modern Warfare 2 or Warzone 2 to see this. It's just at the regular menu, the HQ, support a team event, right? So what you do is you predict what team you think is going to win the upcoming games for FIFA. Mm -hmm. And if you predict two matches, you get this blueprint at the top, as you guys can see. If you predict four matches correctly, you get this bottom blueprint. So that's awesome. It, that's a new type of thing we haven't seen before, like just uh, predicting uh, some, some real-life event or real-life sport and then you can get blueprints through that so it's a way to get free blueprints the problem was this event went live for like 20 minutes and disappeared for everybody's game so i made a video talking about how the event like kind of disappeared and it went live too early as i posted that video it started rolling back out to like everybody so people were commenting oh the event's back the event's back but there were still comments in the video saying oh uh, the event's not back so it was a really weird thing it was an iffy it was an iffy uh add-on to the game the other night but now everybody should see this whoa what happened warzone mobile just tweeted out Shoot house, um, right? I just saw that. Yeah. I, I wrote it, it down. Yeah. 
is our new 35 million 35 million pre-register rewards that's kind of weird so if they get 30 35 million pre-register rewards they're gonna add shoot house to the to the launch map which is like i'm sure that, they would add it they, they would have added, added it anyway, anyway right they would have added it anyway <laughs> They would have added it anyway. Well, actually, we'll get into Warzone Mobile ASAP. I just want to we'll touch on one more thing. Yeah. For those that didn't know, I covered it in last night's video. Modern Warfare 2 is getting a free weekend starting in December. This is a really weird article that I think everybody should hear or should read a little bit, right? If you didn't watch the video. So as they said here, their sources are saying that the first free weekend is starting December 15th. Look at a calendar real quickly. It doesn't say free week. I know we've seen free weeks before. It's free weekend. So the 15th of December is a Thursday. I'm assuming that'll probably expire by Monday the 19th, right before the holidays, coincidentally, right? Because they want to make sure those holiday sales come in. There won't be a free access week happening, you know, during Christmas. So that's the first free access weekend, right? We haven't had any, surprisingly. We also haven't had a double XP weekend either, have we, in Modern Warfare 2? We haven't had a double XP weekend. No. So oh, yeah. I I'm surprised about that. But in this article, they mentioned that and it's also coincidentally a day after the midseason update drops, which we're going to talk about later. So I guess that kind of works out. But then out of nowhere in the article, it says, in addition to Modern Warfare 2's midseason update, Insider Gaming has also been told that an update for Black Ops Cold War will be released on December 6th. It's currently unclear if this will be a standard patch or add new or will add new content to the game. So, yeah, Chronicles 2 confirmed. Black Ops Cold War Year 3? New video? 801? I'm just kidding. Um... I think it, I think it's probably a housekeeping update. Like it'll have some type of cross marketing for Modern Warfare Two or something small, unless there's somehow bundles or something left over for Cold War that needs to come out before 2023. I don't know what that could be. I'll cover it nonetheless here on the channel. I really I really wonder what that is. But yeah, is that does that surprise you at all? Like a Cold War update in December? Like what is that? What is that? Randomly thrown in the air. I I I I bet money it wouldn't. It's not bundles. Um. But, you know, we have heard rumors about some things, about some content we never saw that was definitely uh, worked come. on. Yeah. Like some like some MP maps. So, I mean, not saying that's coming, but I, I, I wouldn't be mad if nothing came uh, solely for the fact I'm having so much fun with the MW2 and there's so much to do with that. Yeah, I wouldn't well, want to, to think about another Call of Duty game. To, to, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so. I get you. I get you. For sure. If it's bundles, we'll cover it. If it's just like a, I mean, if it's something very minor, I'll, I'll mention it briefly as like a small topic in, a, in another news video at some point. But yeah, the other day we went live with the release of the Neymar Jr. bundle. And I see a lot of questions around video comments, Twitter. Why are there, why is there a lack of a gifting feature and a support or creator code feature in Modern Warfare 2? Now, the gifting thing is weird because MW19, I believe you were able to gift through the Call of Duty companion app, but not in game. Warzone, you were able to gift but not on PC. Cold War had gifting all the way around through the companion app, the game, and Warzone. Vanguard had no gifting, period. And Modern Warfare 2 right now doesn't have gifting. So I'm wondering if that'll be a random update by Season 2? I, I don't know. I wonder how that's going to work. But the support a creator thing, here's what gets me excited, right? Maybe, and just maybe, whenever the support a creator option gets added to the game, because I know they'll add that in at least. I think Vanguard even had that. So I, there's no doubt in my mind that's coming. Maybe when they add that into Modern Warfare 2, that'll be when they add in a new batch of creator codes you can use. I mean, imagine code DK and the item stuff. How sick would that be? We got to make that happen, dude. I'll never forget when Fajardi went in chat. It was my season three or season four stream of Cold War. When that came out, we were streaming for like eight hours straight. Fajardi put in chat, hey, everybody put a one if you would use code DK in the item shop. And the, the, the chat went nuts. I was like, I wanted to tear up there. I'm like, holy crap, people that would actually use my code. That, that just means a lot, man. Um, 
What do you think though? Do you think they're gonna add a new batch of creator codes? I feel like they, they haven't even addressed it <sighs> at all. It I wonder like, if they're gonna do it. It seems like the only it seems like the only uh, allow new codes when it, it stuff isn't doing hot. So that makes me think. And they did that. They yeah, because yeah. they added in, they added in a batch of codes you could use during MW. They added no batch of codes during Cold War and added in a whole new batch during Vanguard. So yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm thinking like you know. If it's juice to the wazoo, I don't think like why would they even bother trying to promote that way? Which is kind of like I don't agree with that that thought process because at the end of the day, yeah. if shit is juicing, if shit is juicing, you want to all you want to do is make it juice more. Put it put that on a plaque. Um, <laughs> yeah, put it on put it put it on a plaque. <laughs> so yeah, if shit if shit oh is doing freaking astronomical banger banger banger, I mean, why wouldn't you want to help that by you know furthering promoting it because. I'm, yeah. I'm certain if if you had a code, you like you'd be saying it every video, every video. Oh yeah, if you're gonna go buy a bundle, of this. And I'm sure there's probably some people in chat and some long and some longtime supporters that would go and buy a bundle just because you had a code. Um, I think that's for because sure. I, I know for I know for a fact I bought some bundles with like Ryan's code. Oh, for sure. Stuff because code because prestige. I know it's going right to Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. So yeah, Definitely. I think you know, I, I think they should they should open it back up again. I really want to see it because I'm really curious to see if you if you would get it, and I think you. Would. I, well, I'm curious too because like I did ask about this at COD Next. I was like, is that in the cards at all? And they said that it wasn't at the moment to to even like the, the, the feature itself wasn't even in the cards at the moment. Like, and I'm sure they'll they're gonna add it, but during COD Next, they, they didn't have anything like laid out to say, oh, we're gonna add in more codes, we're gonna add the feature MW2. That wasn't that, I guess that wasn't a priority yet, but it might be a priority later for them. But they've also added a new batch of creators to promote. Cod 2.0 flew him out to Cod next, whatever. So I hope maybe I'm on the list. We'll see. That'd be pretty cool to see. Um, also, code DK. It's such a short code, so easy to type in, right? So people, mm. people might people want to use it because it's uh, it's an easy one. But we'll see. That'd be really cool to, to see at some point in the future. But um, what's also really crazy now is the other day, update 1.11, which I made a full video about regarding what the patch notes were, what the secret updates were, what wasn't discussed. That added in a battle pass timer for season one. So... Now what we know is that season one is meant to end, I think, the very last day of January. Season two is meant to start February 1st. So if you're like, oh my god, that's so far away, I actually have some notes right here of when the other season twos began for MW19, Cold War, and Vanguard. Let me find where I wrote that. It's right here. So it looks like MW19, season two started February 11th, Cold War February 25th, and Vanguard was February 14th, Valentine's Day. So, if anything, Season 2 for Modern Warfare 2 is starting earlier than the past three CODs Season 2s did. So, that that's something right there. That's something to remember. But if you're like, oh my god, is that going to be just the craziest gap ever from December 14th to February 1st? Because the blog post is weird. It refers to December 14th as a mid-season update, but then there's other parts of the blog that say it's reloaded. Now... The Ghost of Hope, a leaker, has suggested that we could see the Cold War treatment where we have both a mid-season update and a reloaded update. Cold War was unique in that sense. No other season of Cold War got that treatment, and neither MW or Vanguard even got that treatment. Cold War just went crazy because Cold War had a mid-season update that added in the stuff from the roadmap, and then a surprise reloaded update that added Firebase Z. Um, mm -hmm. MW2 could see that. However, here's the weird thing to think about. Devs go on vacation right after December 14th. Think about it. They're out for holiday break. They'll be back, what is it, the start of the second week of January, I believe. And before you know it, season two starts February 1st. It's not that far away. Does it make sense to do a reloaded update in the middle of January if it's just a couple weeks from season two? Like, does that, does, mm. do you really see that happening? Especially if we get a roadmap 
for December 14th. If we get a roadmap for that. It's like it's marketed as reloaded. I, I don't see how we can get any other big update in January. I mean, yeah. how, how, do you, how do you what do you think about the the schedule there? Uh, you know, obviously we would want we would want something like that to happen because you know it's more content, it's more stuff to cover, more stuff to play, um, stuff to stream, and just to, to all around just be positive about. But uh, I I don't know when you put it like that, where it's like yeah, they come back uh, second week of January or or whatever you said, um, and then we have season two starting not even three weeks later. It kind of uh, I don't know. I, I'm really I'm really quite stumped about that. What they would do in that situation because. We, we don't really know a lot about this mid-season update. We know a few things. We know shipment. We know raids. We know the operators. Yeah. But yeah. The, at the end of the day, the operators are bundles. Um, the oh, I think a lot of people are going to sleep on raids, which is going to be quite sad. Um, shipment is just going to ruin the 6v6 play. Yeah. Or we're just going to play shipment, shoot the ship for the rest of the life cycle. Shoot the, um, that's why I said shoot the ship had to come out in season one because – they could have yeah. added five new maps a season, and it would be the same replies everywhere. Worst ship and worst shoot house. Fuck these maps. How do I camel grind without shoot the ship? That's all you would have saw. So getting that out the way in season one, beautiful. Just get that shit out of here so that every season going forward can hopefully add new maps. Even if it's from Almazra. Just get shipment and shoot house out the way. I think, yeah, shipment is quality. It's just, uh, it just kind of ruins, uh, you know, uh, like, for example, why would you go play these other 6v6 map like Tarak when you can just hop and shoot the ship and play that for the next Yeah, game. you want to grind Orion, that's the best way to go. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's literally, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, I think, will say if, oh, if they're not going to do a, uh, a mid-season and a reloaded update, like you said, in like one in uh, December and one in January, they, season two must be absolute juice to the teeth then with content if they're, if they're waiting out that long. They must be so confident in that. Yeah, because I don't want them to, you know, release December 14th update. And then they're going to try to squeeze out maybe one more big update in like mid-January, which kind of would take away from what season two, which could take away from how big season two could be. I'd rather them say, okay, we're dropping you all this material before we go on holiday break, all of it's stable, none of it's buggy. Deal with this for three and a half weeks. Like play with this for three and a half weeks or actually a little bit more than more like five weeks until season two starts. I think that's <laughs> fair. Because first of all, look, look at how spoiled we are lately. COD back in the day, because I'm like, back in my day, look at COD from everything before, like, Black Ops 4. You got a map pack every three months. When you got that map pack, that's your game. That That's all you got for three months. Mm -hmm. We are spoiled with the content updates. Almost too spoiled to the point where now everybody's, like, expecting some crazy expansion every two weeks. We have it too good right now. And as we'll get into a DMZ later, the amount of content that we have in game right now, especially in DMZ alone... It's almost too much. It's not overwhelming to where it's bad. Yeah. It's, it's overwhelming to where it's like, where do you start? And, and it's a, that's a good problem to have. But the fact they've dropped all that now, that'll definitely keep us until February and it's 1st. only in beta. And it's only in beta. And that, But see, that's if people play DMZ. If they're just like, oh, I only play MP or Battle Royale. Yeah, I could see you saying, oh my God, things are getting stale, whatever. Then I could see where you're coming from. But if you're playing, if you're playing all the modes in the game, there is so much to go around. Yeah. Genuinely speaking. I was... I was thinking about it the other day and it's I was thinking about the variety we have at MW2 where it's like you want to you want a 6v6 experience you can go play MP you want a battlefield type experience you go play ground war you want a battle royale experience you go yeah. play warzone yep. you want an extraction experience you go play DMZ and if you want a co-op experience you go play Ops. Yeah, and now there's going to be a raid feature and then there's like yeah, wow, if, you, just, if you want to play Rocket wow. League you can play Codball next week like, yeah, or, or whatever that exactly. is. But that's the thing too, right? Is Vanguard didn't have any reloaded updates. I think there was one I could think of. It was season two or something. 
Vanguard didn't even have reloaded updates. I think, I, I think they always did. They just they just called them mid-season, and they're very... Well, there's no roadmaps prepared. either. Well, yeah, there's no roadmaps, yeah. so there wasn't that much content yeah. either. There was even... Like, a reloaded update, realistically, should have its own roadmap with surprise content that wasn't on the first roadmap. A mid-season update, to me, what that means is bringing out everything else that's left from the original roadmap. So, you know, I mean, think of Cold War Season 5. Big-ass update when the season started. A week later, Drive-In comes out. Some other small stuff came out, and then a big-ass reloaded update later. I mean, it, with its own roadmap, too. Insane. Now, the thing that's worth pointing out is that Codball wasn't at all mentioned on the Season 1 roadmap anywhere. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm like, I do think if they're calling this December 14th update reloaded, it's going to have its own roadmap. It's going to have something uh, of sorts that mentions Codball. Because the Season 1 blog post does mention Codball, but there wasn't on the roadmap. So I do think there is room to make a new roadmap uh, for this. But you know what would be cool if, like, we get... Uh, reloaded roadmap on December four on like report December fourteenth, and it has the stuff that we know is coming like on the fourteenth. But then it also says stuff that's in season, which would mean January stuff. Like what? What, what if it mentions a small expansion of DMZ or this small thing for Warzone, mm -hmm. but it says in season? That would tell me when the devs get back from holiday break in January, that's the priority before season two comes out. If that makes sense, right? I think I think there's potential for some January updates that don't take away from the season two juice. Um, that's kind of the way I look at it, but I think there's potential with that. Um, but yeah, in terms of multiplayer right now, all we have is Shoot House. We didn't get any new modes yet. Cyber Attack and Bounty are in private matches. Somebody in chat was reminding us that, unfortunately, the Shoot House map is no longer in private matches. I mean, it's definitely a bug. I mean, there's a lot of bugs that uh, <laughs> ha have, have arisen since Season 1 started. Um, catching on the chat real quickly, let me see. When you guys playing Modern Warfare 2? Um, ASAP. This weekend, we definitely got a lot, to, a lot of work to do. <laughs> Today's a podcast, but we definitely got some DMZ to grind because we've been hard at work on something really big, and we'll uh, we'll talk about that later. Fajardi, terrible cam, terrible mic audio, faded. Then what the fuck? <laughs> Buddy Pax and chat talking about faded. What's going on, Pax? We gotta get we need to get Pax on the pod ASAP, bro. Talk about oh uh, my god. Talk about uh, what's he been playing? He's been playing Resident Evil. We we'll talk about some Resident Evil. Um, DK taking trips to double Panjaman City. I, mean, I don't know, like, I, 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 I'm a, hey, I'm a boomer. I don't know what half these things mean. You, you kids got all these fucking sayings and slang and all that shit. I don't know what you guys are talking about, man. You guys gotta teach me all this shit. My brother tells me stuff too all the time. Like, like, was it Riz? Like, stuff that I just, I've never heard of. And you guys just, like, you guys teach me all these, all these funny things. I don't know what half this shit means. Um, isn't Riz, like, what is it, uh, kind of Charisma. Your, charisma? Okay, I get it. So Riz, short for charisma, got it. Like there's just things I don't. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not. I'm not on the. I'm not on the TikTok. Uh, Damn, the TikTok DK got yet. no riz, man. Rip. He got no riz. I got no. I got no charisma. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Um, <laughs> Buddy Parsa said the thing about DMZ, which I see a lot online, is that the mode isn't solo friendly, which is weird to say for a game like COD. Yeah, we'll get DMZ later, but I definitely think it would be cool to see a DMZ solo playlist at some point. I definitely would love to see that. That maybe tones down AI a bit and is a bit more solo friendly in terms of loot. <laughs> I definitely. I can see that happening. Um, oh, somebody shot roasted you. That's funny. Yeah. No surprise. DK has no idea what Riz is. <laughs> uh, is does that mean I'm not? Wait. Does, so is that? Does that supposed to? Is that supposed to mean like I'm not pulling? Like is that? Is that what that means? You got no Riz, man. You yeah. got no Riz. We get someone quoted it. Caesar DK, memes. There you go. DK, DK got no Riz. Yeah, I'm not pulling, man. Oh, um, that's so. That's so funny. Holy shit. Uh, uh, yeah. Super ironic. Super ironic. Um. But yeah, the thing about here's the thing, right? As I was getting to before we got we got a little we got a little sidetracked. That's all right. Um, does that does anybody feel like the marketing around multiplayer so far is trying to say the multiplayer is a weapon leveling simulator now? Does anybody feel that way? 
Does it feel like um, now the point of multiplayer is just level up your guns to use in Warzone and DMZ? Or to go for camos? Is that it now? Yeah, is, you know. Is, is that what you're feeling? I, 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 I took this screenshot about, uh, it was on Steam, and it was about <laughs> Modern Warfare 2, and it basically said, like, level, level up your weapons fast for Warzone 2 or something like that. Do you that. have that screenshot still? I want, I want to see that. I want to see that um, screenshot. Where, who posted it? I, I, I literally it? just found it on Steam. But, yeah, um... I don't know. I'll, fi I'll find it later, but it's basically the screenshot was just like the banner. It was the oh, banner Battle on Net. Steam. Uh, no, it was on Steam. I'll try to open Steam. Why right do I have like... four? Oh, okay. I, just, I opened up Steam for the first time in like two weeks because Steam is garbage. Sorry, Paxton Gunners. Sorry, Paxton Gunners. Um, Christina and Chessie definitely got charisma. I appreciate that. Thank you. You notice the vibes here on stream or in the videos. I appreciate you. Um, DK Riz Me Up. What's up, JB Gaming one How you doing? Uh, you guys can't see my... Hold on. Pull up, I'll pull up Steam right. Is it on the Steam thing? Um, I just pull it up. It's ah, shit, man. Hey, bro. Let's see. Why is Steam, it a black screen? Shown gets it. So yeah, my my Steam's a, like when I put the window capture on Steam, it's a black screen. So I don't, I don't know what happened there. Uh, I'm, gonna, right. uh, I'm, I'm gonna look for it. I know I sent it to you. I'll find it. Yeah, it's all good. It but yeah, point being is that I think people are looking at multiplayer now as just a, a weapon leveling simulator to just grind your camos and grind your levels and. I don't want it to be that way because I love multiplayer. Multiplayer is a staple of Call of Duty, but I think that goes without saying, you know, clearly the focus business-wise is on the BR. It's on the extraction. It's on the free-to-play element. And multiplayer is not free-to-play, but, hey, free trials coming up really soon for multiplayer, so there'll definitely be a lot more interest in it. Um, another thing to kind of build on to the Reloaded topic is that Cyber Attack and Bounty are in private matches. Clearly, those are modes meant for Season 1. So if you get a roadmap for Season 1 Reloaded on the 14th of December, those modes will probably be mentioned and then released, you know, at some point before Christmas. That's kind of, that's what I could guess. Um, but yeah, I think we're just looking at a screenshot. It's all good if you can't find it. Don't even worry about it if you can't find it. Yeah, I can't find it. Not not a big deal whatsoever. But the, the thing is, right, I, I was going to say, in terms of multiplayer now, doesn't it make sense, though, that Season 1, and hopefully this is the case, Season 1 will have gotten maybe the least amount of multiplayer updates. Doesn't it make sense, though? Because look at how much would overshadow multiplayer this season. We got the release of Warzone 2, DMZ, mm -hmm. a brand new battle pass system. Raids comes out in a couple weeks. If anything, save all the juicy multiplayer updates for the next couple seasons. And let's hope that's the case, because I could be wrong. And what if season two through six only adds in, you know, one or two maps each, maybe one mode here and there, but multiplayer doesn't get much. Hopefully that's not the case. But I think if there's any season to not add much to multiplayer, it's season one. Because the game yeah. just came out. Everything's still fresh. They drop, shoot the ship pretty much like instantly. So... They got that out the way now. Maybe save the room for like juicy multiplayer updates later. I think I think that was the best plan of action. Would, would you agree with that? Or do you, do you think the multiplayer still should have got like <sighs> one new map and like some more modes, whatever? I mean, what do you think? It definitely makes sense to do that um, when you put it like that because obviously we have a brand new extraction mode with hours and hours. I'd say confidently hundreds of hours worth of replayability and content. Hundreds. Of action missions alone. Hundreds. Not even counting weapon cases, not even counting key locations, not even counting all the other things you can do in that mode. Um, and that's just DMZ. And you have Battle Royale, which has unlimited replayability, which people have been yep. um, uh, talking about oh, yeah. online and how, how the Definitely. quality of life changes have kind of been taken back from Warzone 1. I don't really see it. Maybe with just audio and health, maybe. The T I think the TTK is a little bit too fast and solos. You're just dead. You can't turn around and kill anyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think obviously dead. with the, the uh, obviously yeah, the way they were marketing the season was very focused toward Warzone 2.0. They want to make sure that's a, that is a very successful and strong launch. Um, because M MW2 has already made a billion, or made a billion dollars. 
So oh yeah. Oh yeah. They they know they know people are there waiting to play it, and they know people will wait for that content to come out for it. So they're like, you know, let's get this, let's get this super juice Warzone two started. We'll get DMZ started, and then when it comes down to even maybe even Reloaded or even uh, season one Reloaded or, or season two, we're gonna see a lot more. Oh, for, for sure. MP, hopefully. Um, yeah. But then again, we've gotten three weapons so far, which is it's a lot. Know, those that's three weapons. Yeah. Three weapons to go and play with. So can't really complain really yeah just, for sure yeah, i don't know i'm i'm happy i'm like happy they're not gonna add any i just feel like they're not gonna add too many like original maps which is kind of sad well that's the thing i i, I don't want to be that guy but it's okay when you add sections from almazra it's okay but i don't want every new multiplayer map to just be a section from almazra either i don't th or mm. even los almas I, I i don't i think you know bring some areas from campaign at least that we we don't see in in warzone 2 that like, the way i pictured it is this i brought it up i think in the last podcast start a new season with let's say one to two brand new multiplayer maps maybe one remaster then the mid season update add in a section from almazra either through ground war or to 6v6 that i think that's a perfect balance the, and, and and the way to do it i think that's great if they want to go that way. But, again, if it, you know, with all the modes they're adding in, all the new experiences with, with MW2, Katupino, if all of that means, okay, the only thing we can add to multiplayer is just sections of Almazra, so be it then. Because I like Almazra, so I don't have a problem with, with that. But, it, yeah, it, we'll see. We'll see how, how Someone in chat said best maps in the game are just going to be the remasters, and that's that's the sad... That's the sad. I don't want to look yeah. at this game. I don't want because to be the case. I, I, I don't. I don't want to bring up Cold War again. But you know, you had some absolute banger original maps in that, like maps like Yamantau, maps like uh, what, what are some other maps? I forget, but I know there's some banger ones. Oh, Moscow's Apocalypse, ones. Uh, America. Those are so cool. Yeah, so there's many a lot maps. of good maps in there. A lot of good original maps that weren't just taken under the Warzone map. Yeah, they were just you know. I think no, the, the sure. maps they. I mean, even the pines. The pines, maybe. I like pines. A that was a nuke map. Taste. It's a nuke map. Yeah. We'll drop some nukes. Um, <laughs> someone said in chat, for Jardy, do you think they're going to change the challenge to the M13B? No. No. And I think I think they're going to start uh, once a season locking new weapons behind one of the new weapons at least behind one challenge in DMZ. Um, Definitely. Because guess what? That got people to go play the mode. They got people to go test it out and go. Uh, and go really dive into a new experience that Call of Duty's never done before. So obviously they wouldn't, oh, yeah. they wouldn't want to change it to where you know, or may maybe they'll maybe they'll do that after season one. I can see that happening. Um, maybe because I think it would be a little bit too overwhelming when you get to season six. You want to unlock a weapon and you're like, go kill this boss, go kill that, go do this all around these maps. Yeah. Um, I think I, I do think later on the line they might change it to like an MP challenge, but not anytime soon. I don't think. David H said, um, "Do you think DMZ is a bit of a, fa a fail since they didn't blow up like Warzone?" I, I we're gonna get into a huge no. DMZ discussion, but uh, I mean, we'll start with this: twenty-five million players have dropped in the Warzone two in five days. It doesn't specify how many of those players didn't play BR and they played DMZ instead. We don't know that. Um, but also, Warzone one reached thirty million players in ten days. Warzone two reached that in five days, technically. Amount of two also passed one billion in revenue in ten days. It's nothing but success, nothing but green arrows up. If you guys know how YouTube Studio works, I mean, this is quite literally peak call of duty success and if you look at at least numbers from content if you look at dmz videos being posted or any of that it's actually far surpassed anything being posted about warzone right now and we'll get into that deeply later because there's a big discussion there but dmz quite literally i think um, right now is like the new warzone for the year that's what i think is going on um sniper sniper said in chat dmz best mode i do not debate this fact and i i, I agree with you i really and i think 
the only thing that is stopping me from saying it's uh, better in Outbreak is that there, I think there needs to be a solo mode and there needs to be, uh, the, and the solo mode needs to have a little bit less AI in it. And obviously since in beta, we, I, I would like to see some stashes and actually use money you get from the game to actually yeah. buy stuff before you go into a raid. That also yeah. needs to come. But right now with the content we have, I think it's there's, there's more content in, in DMZ than the entirety of Outbreak, I think. Because um, because a, a right. lot of, a lot of outbreak was like what you made it and kind of like if you wanted to spend a lot of time here and and do certain things and do all the challenges but with DMZ it's literally you have a hundred plus rewards to get from the from these from these faction challenges and there's so much to do and so like you got to be smart with it and yeah, it's yeah. Just really I'm I'm really I really like the mode I think yeah. it's really amazing yeah we definitely have a uh, deep dive coming up uh, we'll probably do that after this actually. So I know we're gonna. This is gonna end up being put off, and we're end up forgetting until next week to talk about Warzone Mobile. But uh, yep. they just tweeted data received, location identified, shoot house. The classic multiplayer map is our new thirty-five million pre-registration reward. We've seen the love for it in Modern Warfare Two, and we'll add it to our launch maps if that number is hit, and it will be hit. I mean, I think registration just pre-registration just went live on iOS, but it's not even available in Canada or other countries yet, just the USA. So wait till everyone can pre-register worldwide. You're gonna see. 35 million registrations hit pretty quickly. But the fact they mentioned Modern Warfare 2 in this tweet is interesting. I think multiplayer has probably seen a big resurgence in players since who else got added. So that's awesome to hear about. Multiplayer is still getting played quite a bit. And yeah, here's the big takeaway, though. The reason I even want to touch on this, I have it written out in my notes, but I'm like, let's just jump into it now. Warzone Mobile has multiplayer. So that, I think, really shocked a lot of people because it's labeled as Warzone Mobile, not... COD 2.0 mobile, or excuse me, not COD 2.0 mobile, not <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 mobile. It's Warzone mobile. It just happens to have multiplayer. So as of now, it's already confirmed that Warzone mobile will have the same weapons, operators, and battle pass progression as Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2. That means you can level up everything across all three games. Everything will sync. But as they've marketed multiplayer for this game, they've literally said... We're bringing you a smaller, more focused MP mode that differentiates itself from Modern Warfare 2 and COD Mobile. Use MP to test weapons, play quick matches, and train for the main affair of Battle Royale. So this is where they literally tell you that the multiplayer in Warzone Mobile is a weapon leveling simulator. They literally tell you that in, the, in this tweet here. And that's fine. And the maps so far that are going to be in the multiplayer are points of interest from Verdansk. TV Station, Scrapyard, and other ones also leaked out. I forgot what the maps were. They pulled up my own video. I forgot what the hell they were. Uh, I made a video about this the other day. So I, I label it as an expansion of Modern Warfare 2, and here's why. Um, there's a strong chance we end up also seeing MW2 maps added to Warzone Mobile, whether it's Farm 18, Crown Raceway, huge potential for that. Right now, it looks like TV Station and Atlas Superstore are also leaked, as well as Vacant for Warzone Mobile multiplayer. First of all, <laughs> Shoe House is confirmed as of today, and I think it's Modern Warfare 2's Shoe House, not 19, not yeah. MW19's Shoe House, so... There you go. Modern Warfare 2 is being expanded upon in a huge way. I mean, people haven't even processed this yet. Think about it. You're taking a shit, or you're on the train going to work, or or you're driving, or somebody's driving you somewhere. Don't don't, don't play and drive. But you're 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 on the <laughs> you're on the road, and you're like, God damn, it, I didn't have enough time to finish getting my gold camo on so and so last night. I'm a couple kills off. You can just pull up your phone and do it. You know, you can quite literally True. pick at your camo progression, your camo grind when you're not at home. That is, people haven't even processed how big that is yet. That is crazy, right? And, and and with that being said, it's like, that's not even to mention the idea that 
maybe there's a way to unlock weapons. In, in like, remember someone in chat was complaining about the the M13 from DMZ. What if there's a way in the future where through Warzone Mobile you can unlock your weapons and it's faster to do it that way than to play MW2 or DMZ, whatever. We haven't even, there's so many possibilities with this crossover. This expansion is massive. And I know right now the release date, according to the iOS store, is May 15, 2023. I don't think that's the real release date. There's a lot of apps that have like estimated release dates that aren't accurate. And I think with the way Warzone Mobile gameplay looks right now, I'll pull up Dalek's video. He posted raw gameplay because he got flown out to London. There was a briefing a couple of weeks ago, I think November 14th, where they got to play Warzone Mobile early. Let me pull that up. And do you know? Do you understand how much better it looks compared to what COD Next gameplay looked like? Yeah, talk, talk about that for a second. Very rough. That was ridiculous. Like the gameplay at COD Next looked promising, but you could tell it was in an alpha, alpha, alpha state. Like it was not anywhere near super launch. Super alpha. Super alpha. Like anything before alpha. Like it. It looked like it played smoothly. It just didn't look that good. Now it looks like it plays even smoother and looks great. That that to me is that that's amazing. That to mm. me is amazing. So, with the way it looks now, I'm like, holy crap. And then there's also multiplayer gameplay. Charlie Into, I think, put it up. I'll, I'll pull up their video as well. I, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the gameplay I have on screen. But, yeah, how do you feel about this game having a multiplayer? It's not just for dance. And on top of that, the leaks from the briefing event also suggest Rebirth is going to be a launch map. So, I'm like, dude, holy shit. Look at all the content coming out. Towards this, this is a big-ass launch. We're going to cover the show yeah. when it comes out. I mean, how do you feel about it so far? I, it's... It's really cool because I, I think one of the things that stomped a lot of people from caring about COD Mobile is that it wasn't connected. Um, as much as they tried to have these like, oh, we have the same crossovers at once type thing. And if you pre-order, you get a free skin in COD Mobile. I don't think that no one really cared about that um, or it didn't have the desired effect that they wanted, even though COD Mobile is still doing magnificently well. Um, I don't think it, it got the desired effect they wanted from getting the attention of the Warzone fan base to Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah. But I yeah. think now they're trying to fix that and just trying to make it even bigger by, you know what, we're going to give you all the tools that, that, that will basically force you to care about this. You have a an easy way to go and level up your weapons. It's all connected. Your skins transfer. Your, your every, Literally everything transfers, but it's a completely different new thing. And you can just play it and level up your shit, and then everything will be all good for your mainline title. Yeah, and I think that could be a real turning point for people for premium for premium title users because, um, and, and not only premium title users, also free to play users because now, uh, right now, say if you're only free to play for Warzone Two and you don't even have MW Two, you can get Warzone. You can get Warzone Mobile on your and phone and level up. Literally. Yeah, on your phone, level up your guns, and you don't even need that quote unquote level up your guns fast in MW2 multiplayer. You can just play Warzone 2 now. So yeah, I think um that one of the things insane. one of one of the things they're really trying to do is just I, I think here, here's what I think here's what I think. Warzone is a gold mine itself, and it's like their main focus, but in terms of where the money is, I think Activision knows mobile is where the juice is the actual juice because i'm pretty yeah. sure cod mobile does better than everything oh sure Co um, COD, i got a comment about this actually it's gonna be in who are these people today somebody was like who actually plays mobile games or who actually plays cod on mobile more people than fucking console and pc i can tell yeah. you that much i can tell you that much for a fact statistically speaking literally um but to your point i mean don't you always see comments every time there's a free access weekend announced and then the access ends everyone's like add another one add another one 
who do you think the majority is that plays those free access weekends? It's probably people that maybe want to give the new game a shot, but it's definitely those free-to-play people, like you said, that are just on Warzone or just on the free-to-play element, and they want to go level up their guns in regular multiplayer. Now, you could, like you said, you could literally do that on your phone. You don't have to worry about the free access weekends for MW2. Mm-hmm. You could literally just go play Scrapyard, Shoot House, uh, Atlas Superstar, whatever the maps are in Warzone Mobile. That is crazy. Yeah, and also, that is and crazy. also, the, barrier, also the barrier for entry to even play Warzone Mobile is just a phone. Like, have a phone. Who doesn't have a phone? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, that is incredible. That is incredible. I'm very curious to see what the uh, the player race for that is going to look like, if it's going to be as successful as uh, COD Mobile, because I'm not. we don't know too many details. We're going to have bundles. I mean, we know the Battle Pass connected, which is also huge, by the way. Um, well, I think it'll just share the same stores, MW2 and Warzone 2. Same exact item shop. That, that's what I think. That, I, I want to think that. I, I want to think that. But at the same time, I, I don't really know because we're getting that condemned ghost skin for pre-registering. And it's... It's transferable, it's like, though. It's transferable. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. it's transferable. So that's why I'm thinking like there might be some skins that you or that are exclusive to COD Mobile sure. or exclusive sure. to Warzone Mobile if you play that. And you can only get them through Warzone Mobile and then you can use it in the mainline title. Sure. Um, sure. I think that would be very cool. Because... if they're yeah. Because I would say if they're... That's the thing, right? If the whole thing they're marketing is that it's all interconnected and then you start adding in bundles that are only for Warzone Mobile, you're going to see a lot of complaints about that. And people are going to be like, oh, well, I thought it was interconnected, but this bundle's not usable in MW2. Then you have a problem where it's like, oh, a bundle came out in Warzone Mobile. You had to wait two months before you can actually see it in game in MW2. I think their goal is to make sure that everything is seamless, where the item shop is the same. Whatever you buy in one works instantly in the other. That's what I would think. But like you said, like who knows like what the plan could be? Because I also don't think they want to take away any success from COD Mobile either. Because exactly. the thing is, Warzone Mobile, 99% chance not going to be available in China. Well, COD Mobile was built for that to be available in China. I don't think Warzone Mobile is going to be open to that audience. I don't think they're, they're making it with that in mind. That's what, that's what I think. Um, yeah, I so, really think yeah. just trying. To, I really think Warzone Mobile is just trying to, to target Warzone players. I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty yeah. obvious. They're, right, they're bringing right. back for dance. They're bringing back Rebirth. Like, it's, right. it's very clear the people they're trying to target. And it's not, and it's not um, like I don't know people people that haven't played that before. Yeah, know? yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So they're trying to they're trying to they're literally trying to duplicate the Warzone audience into Warzone Mobile. They're trying to duplicate yeah. it. Yeah, two birds, one stone. Right, and, and to be the big the biggest element of all that is just the camel progression transferring over. That is cat. That is insane. Yeah. I mean, uh, now yeah. there's a 6v6 in there. I'm probably never even going to play the Battle Royale. I'm just going to play the 6v6. Like, when I'm chilling in my bed, like, why not? <laughs> yeah, you get straight bot lobbies that, <laughs> I mean, guaranteed nukes, guaranteed camel progression. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. You literally can't go wrong with that. It's, mm-hmm. That's pretty much, that's going to be what it is. But, yeah, I also, I'm seeing reports that there's no emulator like COD Mobile has. It's confirmed by devs on Reddit that they're not doing an emulator for Warzone Mobile. It's built for phones only. COD Mobile's an exception, uh, which is interesting, so... Yeah, I think I'll pull up the image right now the, for the, the current rewards we have. I and mean, they look the blueprints look good. Um, you guys can actually see this tab right now. Hold on, Mike. and the skin, this, this, the skin's actually really good. It's it's probably like the coolest skin <laughs> out of anything in, in MW2 right now. Truthfully, yeah. I believe you. It, I mean, yeah, it, it literally, yeah, it looks really good. I mean, that that's a badass skin for that's for twenty five million. That's the that's the go skin for it. But yeah, it's it's gonna be great. Um, I'm worried I'm not gonna be able to get it because I can't pre register. In Canada, on my, yet, on my phone. I, yet though, I think that that'll change later. I think that'll okay, change later. Yeah. I think okay, yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure that'll change later. I mean, it's estimated re- or release date is like May something, right? So, 
Well, but yeah, but the, I think that's really far off. I, I, I'm i going to say February, March. Based on how the gameplay looks right now and the way they're marketing, I, I don't think it's that far away. Because think about it. If the whole point, right, is to be interconnected, are they really going to drop that by what what, what season would be on in May? Uh, four? Three, four? Maybe, I feel like that, maybe just starting three i don't know i right. feel like they, they want to get this out asap i don't think they want to wait that long to interconnect all this because because my model yeah. is not a two-year game which people are slowly waking up to this game is not a two-year game so it's people are slowly realizing that um so yeah that, that that's something that's something we're thinking about um real quickly as well i want to get your thoughts on the new battle pass system how are you feeling about that we posted a, a really quick video while i was streaming going through all mm -hmm. the battle pass items last week how are you feeling about the current battle pass well, right now? We, we already even talked about the uh that stream and the, and the content went up in that but i guess it's kind of irrelevant now but no no uh, i mean it, it it's definitely on topic right with putting up videos while streaming mm -hmm. at the same time i mean go into that you, you were definitely managing the content on that on that front let's go into that and it's definitely connected to the battle pass yeah. content we put up we we had a few ideas we wanted to get out while dk was streaming and ever since con next we've planning and plotting stuff that we want to do while he's streaming to kind of just further uh further the juice the juice production on the channel because uh, you know the, the stream, the streams do very well, and it's not that we're ungrateful for that. It's just that I'm kind of sitting here doing nothing, and I could be doing something um, while DK is streaming. So we uh, we were thinking about it, and we're like, you know, we're gonna just like COD next. I'm gonna put up videos while he's streaming, get those yep. first juicy juicies out, and then obviously that, that's gonna be brand new info, so people are gonna be people are gonna be interested in it, and it's just a, yeah. it's just a good time all around and. And getting the thumbnails done for that while he's streaming, it's uh, there's nothing quite like it when it comes to the grind. But yeah, the battle pass system. I was very worried about it after I saw the the blog post about it, where it, it literally couldn't pinpoint what it was. It, it, they needed this big explanation, like oh this this and this. And once we got in game and started spending the tokens, it's a lot more simpler than they ever even explained it. And right. so I don't know why. And there was the the most confusion I've ever seen about this as well. People didn't know what was going on. The UI was weird. People called it a mobile game, which does make a lot more sense now that we know that Warzone Mobile looks exactly one to one UI wise. So that also kind of tells you where Activision knows where the money is uh, right. in terms right. of mobile versus um, mainline Call of Duty, because um, they based their entire game around mobile UI. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the battle pass system a lot more easier and understandable than a lot would think once we got our hands on it. I don't know why they had to make it so confusing before that point, but we're here now and uh, I'm excited to see where it goes in the next few seasons. Well, I, I kind of, I kind of don't like the, the kind of the abolishment of the, the artwork for every single thing. Now I think it's kind of, I kind of got stripped away from its identity, which we had in the past three years of battle passes, but um, what do you get? Sure. Do? I mean, yeah, what can you do? I, the, the thing is, I mean, the whole mobile UI that direction, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of, but now I understand why it has to be that way. Because the war's on mobile next year, so or yeah, next year. I, I understand yeah. why it's directed that way. But like you said, the blog, I, I it's like it's kind of a reoccurring theme the past couple months. There is so much innovation with Modern Warfare Two, so many new concepts and experiences and modes and structure. It just hasn't been articulated in the strongest of ways, right? To the point where it comes to us having to hop in game to digest what it is. And that's been the case with gunsmith, weapon tuning, the battle pass, all types of systems that are new for this for this era of COD. It's just easier to understand once you're once you have it hands-on. So they could do a better job with maybe condensing the blog post to a couple of sentences to explain what it is, because this is not that hard to explain. It's just when I'm initially reading the blog, I'm like, 
I, I thought I understood it, but I'm like, wait, did I? But then we hopped in game. I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. It's as simple as, look, it, you have to still play the game the same we're accustomed to to get the tokens. You might have already had some tokens from the Vault Edition, whatever. But now you just get to choose a path that you go on in the Battle Pass with what you want to unlock first. You can't just jump to certain things. You have to go on a path. It's all it is. It's, it's, it's like a fucking board game. You know what I mean? It's like a board game. Yeah. Um, I think... Yeah. One thing I think that this battle pass system has killed is the uniqueness of items because now, um, because obviously before and for the past three years, the battle pass, you finish the game and you saw your progress from tier to tier and you're like, Oh, okay. I'm close to leveling. I'm cl I'm close to leveling up this battle pass. I'm close to getting this item. Now I feel like you play for a few hours, you get two or three tokens and you go in, you just burn them and you're not even looking at the items you're getting. Cause all you want is the you key just, item in that yeah, sector. You just tap square. Um, yeah. 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 You're not really yeah, looking so at the individual items. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When I feel like before you kind of look, went through and looked through everything, but now it's kind of like, okay, I just want the main sector item. So it kind of invalidates and really ruins the uniqueness of a lot of those items. Cause there's a lot of blueprints I got that I didn't even know I had because I was just burning tokens through. And yeah. a lot of the times I even forget there's even a battle pass because I'm just playing. I'm just have these tokens get earned. And I feel like they kind of just made it, made it a bigger step for, for the same result with, with feeling like you're not doing as much as you were before. But I don't know. I just, what I like about it is that you don't have to either buy your way up or just grind to get to a certain item. You can, you kind of, they've changed that to where now you can choose how quickly you get something. If that makes sense. Instead of saying, oh, I want to get the new weapon on tier 45, I have to either play a lot or buy my way up with COD points. Now you can just be like, okay, I have X amount of tokens. I can go that path to get to that faster. It's, I, I like where they're going with that. I do. It's just like the Fortnite Yeah, I definitely think. I like where they're going. I definitely think there's a, there's a lot to get used to. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I do think there's a there's a little bit of identity crisis with a lot of the items sure. where you just, sure. you just don't care about a lot of the items now. Sure. All you care about is that I, sector reward, which yeah. I feel like... Which I feel yeah. like the previous battle pass systems didn't didn't really focus on that. Well, people have argued that it's the, the worst tier one hundred skin. I don't know if that's the case, but people that that's kind of the <sighs> something I'm seeing on, on on Twitter and Reddit. I, I don't know if I I don't agree with that though. What, what would you say about the tier one hundred skin? I think there's definitely been some worse ones. I think I think when you really look at this tier one hundred skin, um, it's a little goofy. And but you know he has he has like a gold bracelet on. He has the gold piece on his mask and he has like some cool like body armor on I, I don't think it's i think it's far from the worst but it's definitely not like oh my god this is the best thing ever like look how cool this is um i i don't i don't think pax i don't think you've seen the any of the modern warfare 2019 what, what about vanguard though didn't vanguard have some pretty dodgy ones yeah the vanguards were i don't know they, they didn't really hit too well with me but a lot of the a lot of the modern warfare ones were literally just like a guy in tactical uniform that was a tier 100 but at least there's some <laughs> gold uniform moment yeah at least there's some gold at least there's some you know big body armor and yeah i i think it's far worse but fair enough yeah i yeah there's nothing I'm, extravagant though I, yeah, I think it's cool but kind of on par with uh the new systems the new structures i think communication just has to improve with mm. kind of getting the message across in a simpler way. I feel like Cold War blog posts, kind of going back to Cold War again, I feel like those blog posts didn't overcomplicate the explanations of new systems, new concepts, ideas. So I give, I have to give Infinity War credit though. Trying to explain some of these things is easier said than done. After we experience these things in game, we could say, oh yeah, this is how you explain it. But before anybody experiences it in game, and if you're just a, 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 a editor that gets sent like a slideshow or like a document, I can get how... 
it might be hard to like articulate that in paragraph form yeah. in a blog post. I get it. I give them credit for that. It's a hard job. I mean, I give all give them all props for trying to explain all this new shit. But I would say in terms of communication, here's the problem I'm having right now. We're kind of going down that same path as MW19. What I mean by that is, as I covered in, I think it was my video, I'm sorry, two days ago, there are some secret changes that when I mentioned in the patch notes, it's unclear if these are unintentional changes, but I don't want to go down that rabbit hole again where you essentially need content creators to make the real patch note videos after the patch note blog comes out. But I guess you could say, oh, it's free content for like J-God, Exclusive Ace, myself, Espresso, whoever, but still. I guess you could say that's cool content, but here's the best example of this. People probably didn't even know this. Let's say you maxed out all your weapons. Uh, when update 1.11 came out, you were actually demoted a couple levels on some of your weapons because new attachments were added to several um, weapons. I don't think you were demoted. They just added another level to, to go up. Max. Okay, excuse me. Well, I, I guess demoted in terms of thinking you're maxed and now you're not. You're, you're, you're right, though. Yeah. That's a better way to put it. Yeah, that's, way better. that's a better way to put it. You have to go up another level. So... That's cool, right? Because they want to add in more attachments for the weapons or they, they maybe they're adding something in that should have been there at launch, but it was broken. All for it. I'm not saying that, you know, there's a problem with that. But to not specify that in the patch notes that just came out, maybe the, maybe it was, maybe that wasn't meant to come out now and I was thought that's for like season two or something. I don't know. Or for Reloaded. But I was... I don't get that. I don't get the, the lack of, you know, mentioning such big updates like that. I mean, that's a big update. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what were you, you going to say about it? I think um, I, w I was reading some comments in the video. You talked about that. And a lot of people were saying that. Uh, wait, what was I going to say about this? I, I literally just forgot. Well, the lack of communication this. with patch notes, not mentioning certain updates, the whole weapon leveling thing that just got um, added. Oh, yeah. The attachments they added were previously unattainable before this update. There was Bug. no way to get these attachments. Well, they, they were even bugged. There was zero way to get them. There, there wasn't a level in the game to unlock these attachments. So now they've added them to some weapons where you can actually get these attachments that were permanently locked in your gunsmith, um, which is like really weird. And I think that would kind of warrant talking about that in a blog post. And it just, there's nothing said about it. Um, and I think a lot of people are starting to see that now where we want some detailed patch notes. And thankfully we did get them recently. And I think Raven did it. I don't even think yeah. Infinity War did. Um, I'm, 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 don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure Raven did. Um, but there was uh, there's some in-depth patch notes there. I see people were pretty happy about that. But before that, it was kind of like just very vague. Nothing was talked about. I mean, even stuff in the firing range has been updated and changed. And they yeah, talk about not, that. not mentioned, not mentioned. Like, I, and I don't have any, I'm not even complaining either because it's like, yeah, technically free content, free video you can make about the secret changes. Uh, yeah. I'm not even complaining about that. I, I just, I just think for the sake of transparency, I don't understand why things aren't being specified correctly. Whereas, you, like you said, Raven was... I think they did. I don't think Raven had that big of an issue. Treyarch never did. Um, obviously, mistakes get made. No dev team is perfect. Mistakes mistakes happen. But um, yeah, it's just another secret change that I don't know if you guys knew about. They've eliminated the ability to kind of bug out private matches to see unreleased blueprints and unreleased cosmetics. They fixed that. That might have been in the patch notes, but that's a change that I don't think anybody's really... That should have been much. fixed first week. I don't know why that waited so long. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't want to go down that Vanguard rabbit hole either, where essentially the new season preload comes out on like a fucking... Friday or a Monday, and then for days in a row, you could just play all the new content in private matches. So then when the season actually starts, there's no charm, there's no hype, there's no love 
for for that content because everyone's already played it in private matches. I like it when the preload comes out. It changes the main menu. It changes something, some minor things. You could see a, a preview of certain things, but not where the content's playable before the season starts. I don't like that at all. And with season one, yeah, house and the weapons. So bad. Yeah, that 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 was just was unacceptable. Bad. But uh Sue House and, and the weapons were available in private matches. It was only the night before. I'll give them credit for that. It was only the night before the season started when people were using shit in private matches. I'm okay with that. A night before, not a big deal. But a, a four, like three, four days before, I don't like that. So that got cleaned up. But also, uh, there were issues with footstep audio as well. That was catastrophic for multiplayer. That got stealth fixed. I didn't even mention that in the, in the, in the patches, I don't think. Um, they also cleaned up the camel UI that was mentioned in patch notes. Now it's easier to navigate through menus a lot better because the UI is a little problematic. It's a little too cluster fucky. You know, I, I don't know if you feel that way, but it's, you have to go through like seven different menus to access weapon screens and weapon charms. Like that's a little frustrating. Um, but point being honest feedback in a respectful way, communication has got to be more clear in future patch notes. You know, hey, if they miss a thing here and there, we'll cover it in videos, of course, but I definitely think. There should be more transparent communication, especially about something as simple as, like, weapon values. You know how there's, like, no numbers next to your, your weapon stats? There's a bug that somebody tweeted about. I think the Ghost of Hope, actually. <laughs> Let me pull that up real quickly. There's a bug going around now that allows you to see, like, placeholder weapon values, like, numbers next to your stats under weapons. So I'm like, I just pulled it up right now on, on, uh, on the screen. If that exists, why can't we have these values, right? Because it makes it easier to understand, like, what got tweaked. You know, whenever there's like a not a nerf or a buff, I, I don't understand why that's also not a thing. Cold War did it fine. Vanguard, I don't think had it, if I'm not mistaken. Infinity MW19 definitely didn't have it. This game doesn't have it. So, I'm I'm really wondering kind of the direction of of you know things like this. I don't I don't really understand why there's like a lack of transparency with some such simple things. I just, I just don't get that. But you know, you think about for example, you know, like when you get that kill streak indicator, if you're on like an 18, and it'll show at the bottom. It was in the beta. Yeah. That was in MW19. That was in Vanguard. Cold War had it, not at the bottom, but like in front of you while your crosshairs. MW2 yeah. doesn't have that at all. So I'm like, is, is that kind of a hint that when a gun screen comes out, you know, the new little charm, is that going to have like your streak on it and they want to sell that so they're not going to put it as like a free feature anymore? Is that what like, is that where they're going with it? I don't know. I'm going to have to guess maybe, but I find that really fascinating too. That there's things like that that just don't make sense, but it, you know, it is what it is. I'm not even trying to be negative or complain about it. Just pointing out something that I see talked about a lot and just giving my thoughts on it. Um, also, before we get into a big DMZ discussion, I definitely want to make sure we touch on this too because we, we actually skipped this the last episode on purpose because there was so much going on that episode. Um, Spec Ops, real quickly. How are you feeling about the new uh, the new mission, High Ground? Have you played it? Um, I have, have not. It? I have not played it yet, so I have no input on it. Got it. Well, the new mission, in my opinion, I think is the best one in the game as of now. Um, really? It, it does use the same exact area as the other mission denied area is it denied area yeah denied area it's not the night vision one it's the yeah it's the one where you, you have to it's a pretty long one so you have to go around and this mm -hmm. one is like an mw19 mission where one person's on the ground another person's in a chopper gunner one of the spec officers in 2019 had the same concept so that's cool and you get ai if you're on the ground you get ai with you it's a fun mission i like it i'm loving the fact that more missions are getting added in something weird though is that when season one started there was a gun game LTM added to Mount Zaya, the Dome Spec Ops mission. I didn't get to play yep. it. It got removed within like a day or two. So that might be like another reloaded update that comes out. Um, that might be something. Let me actually write that down. I forgot to mention that in my video for today. <laughs> let me actually let me write that down. Um, there we go. So that just tells you Spec Ops is at least meant to get updates, at least in season one. I hope every season going forward adds in a mission or two. 
I mean, what do, what do you think about spec ups? Do you think it'll get kind of forgotten about even more in, in the next like season or two, or will it still get at least one mission every every major update? <sighs> I'm really curious. I'm really curious to see because they've they've kind of marketed spec ops and they've marketed raids as the the avenue in which the story will be furthered, and I don't think we've quite seen that in the in the four in the four missions we have currently. There is four, right? Yeah, there's four. Uh, yeah, now there's four with with the high ground. Now there's four. Um, yeah. And we haven't heard, really heard a lot about the Intel collectible in that. There was, there was a, a, an Intel which did hint toward the Season 1 raid, which I'm certain you'll know, be talking about very soon in the video. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, really, I'm really wondering if raids is going to kind of fill those shoes when it comes to the storyline narrative. Um, and then after that, they might just completely stop even adding spec op stuff because it's like yeah this is like the right. main thing why would we waste it i wouldn't want to see that i i want more so i want to i want a solo spec ops mission um but i know that's not, that's kind of the <laughs> this kind of the opposite with the mode enti entirety of the mode is yeah it's a dual mode but um no i get it but obviously raids being an expansion of spec ops as they say in the blog post here continuing the story of mw2's campaign raids will be the ultimate challenge for trios with a mix of stealth all-out action and puzzle solving objectives We've got our first look here we can see some water i mean it lines up perfectly with the insider gaming article which i'll pull up as well insider gaming mw2 raids they go into detail about the most in-depth mode cod's ever done according to their sources they're calling it a tactical destiny raid it's understood that it will have at least two puzzles involved one focus on numbers another focus on a water maze um they do say that the first raid level will be focused on a submarine base. The source outlined the team of three had to infiltrate a submarine base in order to complete their mission. During the mission, the team had to infiltrate the base and go underwater and share an oxygen tank to keep breathing. It's wow. understood that uh, they undercovered individual missions, three of them, that is, that can indicate that raids are a multi-level event, numbers puzzles, water mazes, and incursions. So, yeah, really cool details from the raid here. And besides this image that we got in the blog post, I know Cod Lorfax also pointed out that one of these spec ops intels does show us. Let, let, let me uh, let me pull up that that image here. It shows us what well, looks like an image of a remake from the COD Four campaign mission, no fighting in the war room, with the hole blown in the wall and everything. But this room is submerged underwater. So yeah, another tie in there. We're gonna have some underwater elements of this raid. Episode one. That's what they're calling it for December fourteenth. I'm looking forward to this a lot. I cannot wait for raids. Mm -hmm. This is a massive and update, dude. Fuck. I remember. Yeah. We were talking with uh, Nirko the other day, and he was kind of bringing up the fact that there's no way that these raids are going to be as hard or as as uh, um, you know puzzle solving as they make it out to be because a lot of the a lot of the game is catered to our more casual audience, and I, I completely yeah. agree with that point. But after seeing how hardcore DMZ is and how uh, hard that is, uh, it, I really think there could be a lot of potential here for an actual uh, really deftifying mode here that could oh yeah that, that not only takes a lot of brain power but takes a lot of skill as well um, right right and, and that, i only think that after playing dmz and realizing how hardcore that mode actually is and how you have to really be on your toes i don't think they are too scared to go to to put some so, something like a raid in for hardcore people I don't think they're. I don't think it's too far fetched. Yeah, and, and think about it. You also have to pay for it. Like raids is not free. I think pe people are still confused about the whole separation of like where the modes are at. You buy MW2. I swear, raids. People thought people thought raids was DMZ for the longest time. I did see comments about that too. When DMZ got revealed. They're like, I, 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 what was the comment? You guys sent me one. It was so weird about when DMZ got revealed. It had to do with people thinking it was raids. I don't know what was said, but you sent me some really goofy comments, and I'm like, is there that much confusion with with the, the 
the separation of these modes here? That, that's what I don't understand. What, 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 would you, what would you say about that? <sighs> I just think... I, I really don't know... How the confusion where, kind of erupted like that. <laughs> how, yeah. that how that came to be. Because, like, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. It also doesn't make sense. I mean, it just comes down to what we were saying before. You know, the lack of communication uh, of a lot of things and a lot of people... A lot of things people are are confused about and you know that just like the battle pass like the gunsmith system um because i feel like a lot of people still are kind of confused about the gunsmith system um even though it's not the again it, it's not as uh confusing as it was when it was explained initially i think that kind of puts a lot of um bad almost like a bad first impression on a lot of people because they they read this super complex confusing explanation of it and they get in the game it's super streamlined and not not that hard to understand they're kind of like well why was i confused about this right so when you put right. that when you put that in context of of game modes uh and everything where you know you kind of have raids as this tactical very hard thing and dmz is also this tactical very hard thing i can see where that 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 uh similarities come with a lot of people that think the, the same thing yeah yeah they think the same thing the confusion yeah yeah because i was gonna say i'm like well when you think about the way the blogs have been outlined, I think there should have been at least one blog that said, okay, guys, here are the game modes. Here are the core game modes for this game's life cycle. Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer, campaign, spec ops, Warzone 2 DMZ raids. If they just listed those modes like that, I think that would have alleviated so much of the confusion that, that has been going around. That's what I think. Uh, I, don't, I just don't think that was specified clear enough because think about it. Remember at COD Next, the panel started, right? And they just started going through things. Boom, 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 yeah. And out of nowhere, they had just said, oh, by the way, there's uh, something called raids coming out later this year, blah, blah, blah. And it was it was said so quickly. And there was one tweet about it. And then everybody never really mentioned it again. So I, I can understand why people kind of glanced over that. And were like, oh, something called raids. I'm like, what is that? And then you hear the word raid. You're like, oh, Destiny-like, tactical-like. You know, it's so I, I get it. But it's got to be and remembered. Especially, oh, and especially since, especially since, um, when you infill in DMZ, that's that's called a raid. You're raiding. I can in, see, uh, yeah, yeah. I can see where the confusion. Or I guess that's the Tarkov term for it. Um, but it's I can fair, see where that. Fair. I can see where that confusion comes in a lot. Maybe, maybe, just maybe they marketed the raids mode a little bit. Uh, they, they didn't pick the right name for it. Maybe that's the problem. Well, or maybe, <laughs> maybe just when they mentioned it initially, clarifying a tiny bit more, a tiny yeah. bit more about it. Maybe that's what it would have been, but. The, to me, a big takeaway that also nobody's really discussing. I know I haven't even focused on this too much. I made a video last Saturday. Uh, we worked on this for a little bit. You know, the kind of the forgotten mode of Modern Warfare 2, which is kind of spec ops. Nobody's really talking about it. Yep. The whole tier system with the kits, people don't realize how important those are. And I feel like people are going to realize that the hard way when raids come out. They're going to be like, oh, not, shit, man. I'm not. The people are going to be like, oh, man, I'm not prepared. My, my goal before the 14th is to make sure all my kits are at least leveled up more. Huge, uh, huge, uh, huge parallel to extinction with the way those loadouts worked, right? The loadouts in extinction, you wanted to have people running different loadouts, right? Somebody was an engineer, one person was a medic, one person was a tank. You wanted that, you wanted that variety of uh, of kits, right? Spec ops seems to be going with the same idea. Spec ops and raids are going to be three players, and hopefully DMZ becomes four players eventually. I, I want to make sure that they, because my my initial thoughts uh, was the spec ops will be two players. Raids three, DMZ four. Right now, DMZ is three. Raids are about to be three. Um, Spec Ops is only two. Excuse me, I think I said three on accident. The, uh, Spec Ops is only two. So hopefully they they shuffle around those numbers a little bit. But clearly, 
if raids are going to be three player, they want to make sure that maybe one player is running one type of kit each. That's kind of, that's my assumption right now. I don't know if you get the same idea, yeah. but pe- I don't think people have leveled those up at all. Like I feel like nobody's really talking about those. No. You got to get those maxed out before the raid comes out because it's not going to be a situation where let's say you're a zombies only guy. You hop on to MW2 for the, the new raid every season, and you're just going to hop in and play it. You got to be prepared. You got to have your shit leveled up. It's you have to have it understood. You have to know how Mazra's layout. You have to know what what ecosystem you're involved with. You can't just hop on after playing uh, Shadows of Evil and thinking that you're going to go and fly through a raid like it's an Easter egg. I don't think that's going to be the case. It's it's basically like um, you know as you start leveling up these tiers, and I I am pretty far in the assault tier. I'm not completed it yet, but. I'm like once um, you're off finishing it, and then I'll maybe focus on the medic. I mean, we're, we're, we could do that together. Yeah, I, I need to. I just need to 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 really level that up because I want I want at least one done. I think I'm gonna get the assault the assault done. But it's it's kind of like you're playing Cold War, but you have zero crystals and you haven't you haven't upgraded one of your field upgrades at all. And do, yeah, do you, and people yep. know how terrible Ring of Fire is tier one to tier five comparing comparing tier one to tier five. So. I think it, you can still play, you can still technically do it, but it will be a billion times easier if you just have that uh, system leveled up and you have that field upgrade to to an, to a point where it can yeah. actually benefit you in a game. Because yeah, I almost feel like raids yeah. won't be that forgiving though. The way Cold War Zombies is forgiving in a, in, a, in a sense, I feel like raids will be like, "Hey, you're not prepared, <laughs> you're dead." So you know, restart yeah. and try again tomorrow. Like I don't even hopefully I don't. Yeah, I don't think they'll be they'll be that lenient on 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 your game time. I think they're going to make sure that if you are prepared, you will do well. You will still face some challenges, but if you're not prepared, you're probably not going to make it past like the first puzzle or something. Like it, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting, really really interesting. But um, while on topic, I mean, it's a perfect segue. You kind of mentioned how raids wasn't really marketed in the clearest way. DMZ falls under that exact category in my opinion yep. i feel i i still to this day will say the gameplay showcase they did that, that's fine they did that i'm all, I'm all for early gameplay showcases hey I, i'll be a hypocrite if i said otherwise i was at cod next we, we had the best time playing but with gameplay showcases i do feel like for something as crazy as dmz what should have happened is a trailer drops a blog post drops and devs explain a couple things on twitter then your creators get flown out to play whatever this new extraction mode is when the gameplay showcase happened, we talked about it before, the gameplay showcase was like, all right, they were playing it like they were playing Warzone. They were YY spamming, slide canceling, looting quickly, speed running, getting one tap by AI, weren't doing objectives, didn't really know the, the point of the mode. That, to me, initially, stained DMZ's rep. But like we yep. predicted before, once everybody started to play it worldwide, because it's free to play, that would change the perception of the mode drastically. And I think that's what happened. I think that's really what happened with DMZ. Because if that wasn't the case, you wouldn't see videos popping off the way they are about the mode. And not to toot my own horn at all, I just I would say anybody posting DMZ right now, anything they discover, Easter eggs, whatever, everybody's thriving. And I'm going to thank you guys again for those watching. You guys have absolutely killed the support on my DMZ content. So Jordan and I have been hard at work with DMZ material. We have a lot more on deck. We're working really hard on a big one right now. We made a video about the factions. We made a video about how to unlock the M13B, killing the chemist, right? I mean, first of all, this was actually done on stream, this chemist yeah. thing. And, and and you, again, put it up live while I was streaming. Uh, it's on what? It's on 103K. I mean, I really appreciate the support that you guys showed on this video because I actually show multiple strats in this chemist guide. I don't just tell you guys, hey, grab a car and run them over. I did mention it, 
but I didn't use that as my strat because I don't think that that's actually um, the way they intended for you to kill the chemist. And now and it's, it's big it's, brain because they literally took that out. They so. took that out. They literally took that out. So they added a DDoS feature. When you're driving into the zone, your car just gets disabled. You literally can't run over the chemist, um, which I'm not going to say that I like that. I, I will say I understand it because they want you to have a challenge when you're facing the chemist. But I mean, I, I, actually, I, I really like they did that, to be honest. I really like that. But he's also a two-tap headshot with a sniper. I show clear gameplay of that. He's a two-tap headshot. Literally a two-tap headshot. Yeah. So it's not I that hard think, to kill him. I just, think it, I just think it ruins the mode when it's just like, oh, sure. any hard enemy? Let's run a mode, guys. Sure. Like, I sure. That, that's, not, that's not the point of the mode. I don't think that's obviously not what they intended for everyone just to like, okay, I'm going to go get an LTV and just run him over. Yeah, um, yeah, So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad it's out of the game because then it actually promotes people to actually play the game. Sure. Um, well, if you had to hit him maybe three, four times with the car, I'd understand it. But it was a it was a one hit. I mean, that's kind of fucking that that definitely defeats the purpose of the whole challenge, right? But getting yeah. that, and it, you talked about it earlier. First of all, this blueprint that he's holding, I hope you can actually unlock that some other way, you know, or maybe it's, maybe it'll be in a bundle at some point. But I like the fact that you have to play DMZ to unlock a weapon. I like the idea yeah. that they want. Like, I don't have a problem with that because especially the fact that it's not a paid mode. It's not like it's a raid or a spec ops where you have to pay for MW two to grab it. It's it, DMZ is free to play. More the more the merrier. Keep doing that. I thought that yeah. was fun. I thought that was cool. And on top of that, you could just if you have the blueprint and your loadout, you don't lose it. Drop it for your friend. He can exfil with it instantly, and, and the guy auto unlocks it. That's I all would, you have to do. I would understand the complaints if it was like well, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use like Alpha Omega as an example. Imagine you had to buy the buy the map pack for Alpha Omega or buy the Black Ops pass or whatever. And yeah. Then do the Easter egg in that. And then, and then you can. That's how. The, that's the challenge you need to do to unlock that weapon. I think that's bullshit, um, because that's not really fair. The only way yeah. to get a weapon, or the, an easy way to get a weapon, is to complete this Easter egg, which is behind a paywall. But this is literally just a free-to-play mode. You go in, you can see where he is on the map, just in that little radiation zone. You can see where he is. Um, go kill him, and extract, extract with the weapon. You know, it's. Uh, I, I I think it's really I think it's really ingenious. It brings a lot of people to play the game. And I think uh, more and more people that are complaining about these DMZ challenges now are going to warm up a lot to the mode because they were forced to go through that, which is exactly what they want. Sure. I think it's, I, 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 think it's I, I mean, we spent a whole, yeah. we spent a good, I think it was four hours grinding the weapon cases because it had been revealed that each case you, ex, you exfilled with will give you a reward. And there were seven total. We grinded like three, four hours straight. Would have been even faster than that if we didn't get cucked by like to third parties and disconnection <laughs> shit. But we grinded that. Got the first. I, I, I'm so proud of like the, the what we did, man. It's like not tweeting our own horns. Not it's no ego shit. I'm just so proud of the the grind that we put into DMZ that on that day. It was what like almost a week ago, I think. The, the grind's still going, and the grind's still going. Juicy's coming out. There's a lot, yeah, a lot of juicy juice coming out from DMZ. I mean, we we got out the first video on the weapon cases. We got. I mean, the cool the cool thing is the seventh reward you get is literally the chemist skin. Like that that is badass. We actually freaked out when because we didn't know what the reward was for the seventh one. <laughs> So we, we exfilled and I was like, oh, it's just the chemist skin. It, crazy. And we just it was just really fun making the video. The vid's on like 245K. It's not about the numbers, but the reason I bring up the numbers here is because the interest is clearly there in DMZ. People are searching for this content. So for someone to be like, oh, DMZ's not popular, it flopped. It definitely did not. I don't think you would see views on anything that flopped, in my opinion. Like, I, I just don't think that's possible. But we covered all the strats in the video, like, of all the three weapon case spawns, how to kill the jug quickly. We went through and just, you know, I think there's really solid B-roll in there that shows you what's up. Um, and I'm really proud of that. I'm really, really proud of, of how we did that. And I'm really excited to cover DMZ more. I mean, the, the, what I've said is if you're a zombies only guy, 
I think what you should be focused on right now is DMZ. Dalek has for sure been grinding. Mad respect to Dalek for doing that. But there's a lot of zombie channels that have not even touched DMZ. I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, I feel like that's their thing. That would be their thing. The whole quest idea, the strats, like the solo guides. I feel like that's, that's where they'd shine the best. And nobody's really, there's a lot of cap going on with, with DMZ, in my opinion, which is interesting. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's almost, it's almost like, you know, when Warzone dropped or when season one dropped and, you know, Warzone was out, everyone's like, let me go play Battle Royale. I'm sure not a billion other people are doing this today. And yeah. meanwhile, there's this entire mode, which no one, no one knows anything about. People are going to be searching for this, this and that X, Y, Z. And everyone's yeah. like, let me go get my Battle Royale wins. Thumbs up. You're like, that. yeah, it's like no disrespect at all to people that make loadout videos. If that's their thing, if getting wins is their niche, go for it. But also, you know, if you're if you're not happy with the growth or if you're not happy with where your channel's at, whatever, fucking dude, DMZ's right here. It's like it's the biggest opportunity right now. It's something brand new. There's a whole new audience being built from it. Try to tap into that, right? It's like just try it. You know, if you're going for the five win streak to get the nuke in Warzone, that's cool as well. But as I said a bit earlier, I think content across the board right now for DMZ has far surpassed any content I'm seeing for Warzone 2. In terms of the view counts, even people that posted the nuke in Warzone 2, unless you're like FaZe Swag or, or, or you know, uh, Courage or, or Tim the Tapman, people aren't really thriving on like Battle Royale content right now. I mean, I've played the BR. I really like it. I just feel like DMZ is like kind of where my focus is right now in terms of the content. I'm really enjoying it. Not enough time in the day anyway. You want to live, you want, you want, you want to go out, touch grass, you want to eat, you want to exercise, you want to make good content, you want to stream, you want to do a podcast. Uh, Sally's not enough time in the day to also like sit down and play six hours of BR like I would like to. It's just, you know, when they add in an East Direct BR, I'll definitely go in and cover that. Or when they add something new to it, I want to play it. But I'm really, I'm really enjoying DMZ right now for sure. But I mean, what would you say about like the, like the content scene, right? Aren't you seeing the same thing where like, if you look at performance across the board, DMZ is like taking over. Like <laughs> Warzone 2 videos, I guess for the, for the, for the specific people that post loadouts, sure, it's doing all right for them. But what would you say about that? I, uh, yeah, I think that's a very bold assumption to make just to put a blanket term of, you know, performance wise, Warzone 2 isn't there because there's definitely. Oh, it's there. Is. I'm just saying it's not as big as DMZ. That, that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. I would say it's definitely I mean, there. even. I think it's just very hard to say. I think it's very hard to say just for the reason of like, we don't know every person posting. No, yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, But I will say that, you know, Warzone Warzone 2 definitely is playing a lot of the fact that it is just a battle royale that we've had for the past three years. Um, So I think when you have something like DMZ where there's so much more to learn, there's so much more to to search, there's so many more secrets and and this and that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just, I just, I, I do agree that there is a lot to uh, to cover there, and yeah. uh, a lot more than there is Warzone, especially since we a lot of the content I've seen being made on on Warzone Two is kind of like the same stuff that was made for Three Warzone years in One. A row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it goes it goes to say as well, right? Another secret change that the past notes didn't talk about. Apparently, tier three missions for the factions were broken. I I wasn't aware of that. Um, you and I have been grinding them, and I'm glad that's fixed now. But I guess everybody was kind of on the same page, stuck at, at Tier 3 for some of the missions. So that's interesting. That should have been mentioned in past notes for sure. The free-to-play mode, right? So that should have been a, that, that should have been mentioned pretty quickly. Um, but would you say now, now that we've put in a lot of hours into DMZ, is the Escape from Tarkov comparison appropriate? Uh, I mean, this is... Uh, I was thinking about this. I was really thinking about this yesterday, and I think what DMZ has done amazingly well is give you 
is give you that sense of, you know, I, I, this is very important for me not to die. I think DMZ yeah. has done that very beautifully where, you know, yeah. you have to really play out your life. You have to play tactically. You have to value your life in this mode. And that's something that Tarkov does very, very, very well uh, as well. I think the difference between this and Tarkov and DMZ is that DMZ is a lot more easier to get into. It's a lot more easier to understand, which for Tarkov, it's very hard to understand. There's a lot of things you need to know and this and that. And I think DMZ has hit that perfect sort of, um, that perfect turning point where you still feel like there's a lot on the line, but at the same time, it's very easy to get yourself back up, which I feel like in, sure, in, sure. in Tarkov, it's very hard to do that. Yeah. Um, no, that's only beta for it too. Yeah. I think, I, is, yeah. is Tarkov still in beta? I feel like I saw something in Tarkov was still in I beta. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm, I'm sure it is. I mean, it, but at the end of the day, we said this, we said, we said this a few, a few podcasts ago, DMZ is free to play on every single, on every single platform, excluding mobile, obviously. Um, it is easier to get into. It's connected with mainline Call of Duty. It's a, it, and at the end of the day, it is a free Call of Duty experience. So it's bound yeah. to do well. That already puts it um, above where whatever audience game from Tarkov could even reach. Especially the fact um, that Tarkov's yeah. PC only as well, like like, like you've already said. Um, I do think I do think uh, a few more updates. Uh, you know, they, if they add a if they add a soldier stash where you can stash backpacks and and stuff like that, um, and then yeah. you'll be able to keep money throughout raids yeah. or after raids. Um, I do think Tarkov will have a, a really a really sure. uh, a run for its money, yeah. so to speak. No, yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, think about it too. Remember the comparison we made before DMZ came out? We were like, okay, is DMZ going to be a situation like Outbreak where it kind of releases bare bones and then six seasons later it's unrecognizable to where it's amazing? I, don't, I think DMZ released in a far more content-populated state than Outbreak did. Definitely. I, th I, I think it... it <laughs> we made I a whole video about the key system the other day. The key system is yeah. crazy. Like the secret rooms, doors, boats, fucking bags. So many of these you could find. And we still haven't found everything, but the video kind of covers what that concept is about and how it works. But I, there is so I much like, that nobody's talking about. I feel like one of the things that makes me very comforting in knowing that DMZ is in a really good spot content-wise is the fact that a lot of the things people are asking to be added have nothing to do with actually in-game. It's everything to do with out-of-game, stashes, this. Someone brought up a contraband upgrade system that has yeah. everything to do with outside of the game and nothing to do with what you're actually doing inside of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good which, thing. That's which, a good, that's a good thing yeah. to see right now. Yeah. Because that's just, that just means that the gameplay is very solid. There's a lot to do in it. It keeps you busy. There's a lot to grind. It's just, what do you do with the stuff you have grinded? I don't um, think they'll even nerf the AI either, to be honest with you. People are asking about that. I think if you make a solo playlist for DMZ, maybe that's where you tone it down. But the whole point is to go, that's another thing too. The whole point is to go in with your three man squad, work together, work together, communicate. Sadly though, what does that mean for people that don't have friends to play with? It's like the mode's almost unplayable, but True. to counter that, they, I think devs knew that going into developing it. What if they added in that feature where you can squad up with another team to have what was a total of six, I believe like, also true. I believe that I think it's six total. You can, you can use your, uh, your communication wheel to work with a different team and, create a six-man squad while live in the game. And it works, so it's not buggy either. Like, they know that people are going to probably have a hard time. If they don't have any friends, they're going to have a hard time communicating. So they've given you the option with proximity chat and then that feature to meet people, to get to, to work together to do difficult objectives that you couldn't do solo. So 
they've kind of given us loosen already for difficult AI or lack of friends. They've given people something. And I'm, I'm sure more updates are on the way. But yep. to, your, to your point about how people want things outside the game, remember we had a discussion about a lack of an economy back when the, the gameplay showcase happened and they kind of talked about DMZ in the blog post and it was kind of iffy. People would argue that was kind of ass backwards marketing because they didn't really get the point across well to, to explain what the mode's about. I think the whole discussion about an economy has kind of ceased. I haven't really seen many complaints about, oh, what do I do with all this? People really haven't complained about that since it came out, at least in my opinion. I feel like, yeah, they could, they, we could use an economy where, like, you know, you you're, you can exfil with a certain amount of cash or whatever, and you could use that to then buy shit, you know, at the main menu, like blueprints or something. We could definitely use that for sure, but... Not even, not I, even blueprints, just in be, having the or, ability to to exfil with your excess cash and then be able to buy yeah. a three-plate armor vest before you yes, even go into yes, the game. I yes. think that's massive. yes. Um, blueprints because you haven't you get enough blueprints in the faction missions so absolutely absolutely I, I agree with you on that too i think that that's the thing is i haven't even seen discussion about that i don't know if you have i feel like that that conversation was happening the week of the gameplay showcase and then it just fucking stopped after season one came out and that's a good thing because everyone's like oh why are they comparing it to tarkov blah blah blah, blah. it's like dude they flew out tarkov creators does that not tell you what direction they're going with the mode like you know what i mean like that clearly yeah. that's the reason why they flew them out is because dmz is supposed to be cod's take on tarkov clearly so with that in mind, oh, you can say, oh, there's not an economy, but there's a lot to do in the mode already that'll keep you going probably past February 1st to where if they want to add an economy in next year, early next year, by the time they add that in, people will just maybe be finishing the grind that's already offered today. That, that That's the way I'm looking at DMZ right now. There's so much to do. Um, yeah. And then at the end of the yeah. day, it is, a, it is in a beta state. It's in a, it's a free to play beta um, of the mode. Yeah. It always will be free to play, but I guess it's kind of like that. That beta tag tells me they know it is missing integral features that will that Tarkov has, like being able to use your money to buy things out. And I think uh, that's good. I, I hopefully that's going to be one of the things they do add because obviously there's uh, there's some games where you expo like upwards of thirty thousand cash and like what do I spend with this? I have tier three, I have a self revive, I have a kill streak, I have yeah. a gas mask. I have all these super good things and it's just all that just could turn to XP. So I do get where people start to say it is like plunder 2.0, but at the same time, I don't really agree with that at all because it's, it's, um, it's just it's not, it's just not. I mean, the safest way to compare those two is, oh, it's because it's in the Warzone 2 app and Plunder will be in the Warzone 2 app soon, you know, whenever that gets added. So you could say it's like, it's a Warzone 2 LTM. It's like, it's not an LTM. It's not just a side mode. DMZ is its own thing. It happens to be attached to Warzone 2 that's free to play, but the plunder comparison, I'm like, all right, I guess, because like you just said, he just gets converted to XP, I guess, but come on. like, they, they, I feel like that people that say that are the same people that either have played DMZ once with no friends, they got one tap of AI, and the same people that played Outbreak when it first came out, never touched it after the, the, the season after, and don't even know what Outbreak's about, the fact that it has two main quests, all the zombie updates, all the expansions, all the... It's those same people that try it once, have a bad first impression for whatever reason. It's probably their fault, and they never go back to it. And they just put that blanket term over it to say, "Oh, it's just this or it's just that," and they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. That that that's my interpretation of that kind of feedback. Um, but yeah, there's so many blueprints you can get from the faction missions. There's so much. There's so much. Yeah, in, in I DMZ. think I think DMZ DMZ is going to be a slow burn for a lot of people when a lot of these. Uh new secrets and and high level things are being discovered or added during the yeah. season during the yeah. cycle yeah where it's going to turn a lot of heads and be like hmm maybe i should go and start grinding these things out it's so like, huh, it's like yeah you do the face hmm maybe i maybe i should be playing spec ops to make sure hmm, i'm prepared for a raid this, 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe DMZ yeah. does have a complete new audience that needs to be tapped into. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's like, yeah, these big realizations that they were, I think, fairly <laughs> obvious to most creators or, or people that just are hardcore players. But to some people, it just it was it's something shocking to see, like a whole new audience being built. I, I'll say this, though. I get the criticism about the crashing. The fact that I get it. You know, you get wiped by another team. You lose your stuff. That, that could suck. But when you crash, it's out of your control and you still lose your shit. I believe Tarkov has something that prevents you from losing your stuff. I think somebody mentioned that. I know other games have features where if you crash, you're not going to be penalized for it because that's not fair. But then you have to find a way to differentiate. What's the difference between a crash versus you unplugging your, your Xfinity router? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you, you kind of have to find a middle ground to where you don't... I, I don't know. I, I don't know how they could even work around that, but there has to be a way to do that where you don't get punished for something as silly as that. Um, shout out to J-Ho as well, brand new up-and-coming DMZ channel. He's posted individual guides for where each key goes. Shout out to him because he helped out with the production of our key video we made the other day. So definitely check him out. Brand new up-and-coming channel for those interested. It's I'm J-Ho. I-M-J-H-O. Um, but yeah, there's, there's things to work on. But I love what you just said about the beta label probably referring to the fact that there are some big integral features that Tarkov might have. But devs at Infinity War don't have time to add in until maybe season two or later. So patience is key. Patience is key yeah. for sure. No pun intended there. But there, there's a lot There's a lot going into this mode that I'm looking forward to covering over the course of uh, the game's life cycle. But then you can go into even deeper discussions about what that sets up for like Treyarch's next game, right? Because I, I think that's probably where Outbreak's going is a DMZ-like mode that's maybe extraction-like, maybe extinction-like. It's like it's grief like, you know, the whole PvPvE element to it the zombies hasn't really tapped into yet. So I think this sets up a huge precedent for what extraction gameplay looks like for the future of Call of Duty. Um, I can't even imagine what Treyarch could do with systems like that. And this is just the beginning as well. Like this is not the final version of DMZ that Modern Warfare 2 is gonna have. I think we're we're I think we're scratching we're 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 looking at a, a pretty polished version of it. It's still missing some features, but it's still scratching the surface of how we'll far it can go. What was it? We're looking at a beta of the mode. Well, I, I <laughs> see. I don't know. It's like I, I like that the label is there to kind of give us a hint that there's more coming, but I still feel like it's more than a beta. I don't know. Maybe it's because of all the faction missions. I still feel like it's that in depth that it's, it doesn't feel like it's like so fucking unfinished or, or weird. I still feel like it's still pretty. It's still pretty uh, pretty up there with with material. I'm really enjoying it. I'm hoping that people out there uh, warm up to it a lot better. Um, all right. Last topic though. Real yeah, quickly. Last topic. Warzone 2. What are your thoughts on the battery so far? I feel like there's been a lot of mixed reception to it. How would you feel about that? Um, yeah, I said I said a little bit ago during the pod that my only two problems with it is that there is zero footstep audio. I'd never hear anyone around me at any time. Um, and the TTK is way too fast. That's my only two complaints about it. Everything else I think is only improved from Warzone, from Warzone, uh, yeah. from Warzone 1. Yeah. That's my take. Yeah, I'm, 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 I think the BR is great. I just haven't had time to play it much. I've, I've played it a fair amount. There's been B-roll recorded for videos and whatever, but I want to play more of it. And I think once I finish some DMZ stuff that we have planned, then I'll definitely hop more into BR. That nuke they added, though, holy shit. What are your thoughts on that nuke being uh, like a whole, Easter, kind of like a, whole, a difficult Easter egg in, uh, in Battle Royale? How'd you feel about that one? Yeah, I think that's really cool, especially you get an operator skin for it. Um, I do think, it, I mean, it's five wins, drop a nuke, kill the entire lobby. I mean... But the, but the, dev, uh, the dev errors. Imagine imagine you get that those five wins. You get dev errors on the, on the on the nuke match, which is your six match, and then and you just lose your progress. On uh, I'll probably never be able to get that, but I could see. Like I feel like that's a challenge. Like 
just made for like people like swag you know what i mean like, like I, I people that like are that's... people that stream br like all day like that they'll be able to yeah go at, they'll be able to like, I, I don't see i don't see like a normal a normal warzone player ever 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 being able to do that ever so it's kind of it's kind of cool that they have the you know sort of casual stuff in there but they also have the hardcore stuff in there which gives me a lot of hope for uh the raids mode like i said previously oh yeah no I, I, that's, that's really damn cool i that's really damn cool i think so far um i feel like the reception of warzone 2 is interesting because it looks like on the statistical side it's it's like peak right now. Like it's fucking like the most amount of people ever are playing it. Everyone's trying it out. Player, player base is healthy. But then you have the people on like Twitter and Reddit saying otherwise, like, Oh, it's bad. It's bad. It's terrible. It's not fun. It's flopping. But is that another example of what the vocal minority truly represents? Like they're not the majority at all in terms of yeah. the player base. It's just, <laughs> they're just people on the internet that say things and it's, it doesn't, it's not representing anything of, of value really. Um, it, Cause I mean, yeah, Constructive criticism, that's value. That's productive. That's a good way to get the message across. Things need to be fixed, whatever. But complaining and bickering about things that quite literally aren't true, like, oh, this is terrible, it's flopping, it's just not true. It's, it's just not true. Um, I think next Friday we'll talk more about the updates in the Microsoft acquisition. We talked about it in last night's video, but we don't want to go too long on a tangent with that. That's another funny discussion I have. Um, I'll bring up one more thing about Twitter. We'll get to that after our little segment here of Who Are These People? All right, so we do got a bunch of comments to catch up on. Some funny ones here. Let me scroll up to what we got here. Great video, but I think this dude's smoking something. Thoughts on that? Thoughts on that? I mean, I, I don't. Um, I don't smoke something. So, buddy went to buddy went to uh, Dabington City. Dabington City. She's <laughs> Dabington City. Uh, there you go. Had to use 0.5 speed in order to understand what you say. Do talk slower. I This was on the uh, free rewards DMZ video, 245K. I didn't see any other comments about this. So clearly there was like a small minority of people that thought that I do talk fast. I try not to. I have trouble slowing down. Um, but uh, there you go. You have sold your soul. Are, are you content creators not allowed to get sponsors? Like, are we not allowed to have sponsored segments that are a minute long? Like, which you can also skip over. You're not I'm not supposed to ever say this, but when I have a sponsor in a video, you can literally click the scrub button and just skip over. It's it's that simple. And there's timestamps so you can do that. I'm not supposed to ever promote that though. You're supposed to watch the sponsor. But yeah. Um, what, oh, this is a good one on the DMZ uh, cases video. What reward does it give you after the seven rewards? <laughs> um, yeah, the video kind of covers that pretty well um that guy was smoking the double penjamin <laughs> um but he's skeptic what's going on bro uh so dk how come you're not talking shit on this game like you did on vanguard three years to start with 10 maps at launch 20 for vanguard vanguard maps are way better no reticles for guns the camels are just average looking nothing special the kill streaks are boring and don't even kill people much vanguard was so fun at first because all the streaks were broken and, and worked 10 times better it's like point it's like pointless to even getting a kill streak in this game so we didn't really I don't, I don't. I don't feel like we ever talked shit about Vanguard. I think we just described the the flaws the game had and how we, how content wasn't thriving on it and how it was a rough year for content creators and that you know we actually if anything we talked pretty highly of the zombies. We, we appreciated what you know the extra content it gave us. Um, the multiplayer as was it wasn't really my thing, but I mean we have no. I don't have any complaints about Modern Warfare Two right now. I'm really enjoying the game, so that that, that explains your question. Um. <clears throat> 
How come you can't on every version of COD that you play, don't you? You're just sweating everything you play. You wasted your money, my man. Stop being a lazy little sweat. It's because you're a lazy person in real life. Doesn't mean you got to be lazy in a video game also. What's up with this one, man? How do you, how do you, <laughs> how do you, feel, about, how do you feel about this one? Jesus Christ. What the fuck, It's man? just like a lot of these comments, like that guy wrote a paragraph. I think if he wrote, instead of writing that paragraph, instead he took the five minutes it took to write that, instead of write goals of what he should do in his life, I think he would be in a lot more productive path and positive path. Um, like, yeah. for example, like waking up before noon, I think it would be something this guy could write down. 20 push-ups um, a day, bro. Come on. Let's go. 20 push-ups a day, drink water, all this type of shit. I think I think yeah. if he wrote that down and visualized um, a game plan for every day, I think there would have been a much more effective use of this time. The IRL pod that we do when you fly out, we're going to do push-ups. We're going to put the camera, I'm going to point it down. We're doing push-ups live on pod. We got to do it. <laughs> got to do it. Be in shape, bro. DK Sean wrote that. Doesn't surprise me. DK bro do you wake up in the morning like what the fuck am I going to ramble about today for a video <laughs> enough love enough love DK the rambling rambler and a picture of Michael Jackson uh, it's probably pictures actually base though I kind of base comment the, I wake up and I'm just like what am I rambling about today no I don't I actually don't wake up like that I wake up and I, I, I take a deep breath and I'm happy to live life and I'm excited to make content and yeah and we take some notes grateful for life grateful for life why release new shit when the old shit the last 10 years hasn't even been fixed? What does that mean? What, what stuff hasn't been fixed the last 10 years? I don't know. I don't know. It maybe, is. Maybe oh. oh, go ahead. I thought he was referring to something with like combat record or. I, I don't know, man. Well, here's a comment about, uh, you know, that, that Telegram bot that's in the video comments or stream comments every now and again, which yeah. is really annoying. So I, I, in this video, I think I was last week, I talked about the fact, I'm like, hey, as a reminder, guys, I already talked about this on Twitter and in other videos. If, I never talk about giveaways in YouTube video comments. I'll mention them in the commentary or on Twitter or on stream, but I will never ask anybody for any personal information on Telegram, WhatsApp, any apps I don't even use. So in, in case people weren't aware, there is a bot across many different YouTube channels. It's everywhere that'll reply to a bunch of people's comments saying, hey, you want something? Hit me up on Telegram. That's not me. That's not, that's not the creator either, if you see on other channels. I mentioned in the video, and this guy says, it is his bot. Nobody else has it but this dude. This dude's the biggest hypocrite to COD, always complaining about it, but acts like they great uh, acts like they great games when they're trash. People that follow this crap are just horrible players. Um, what have we complained about? I, I think we've, we've had a great discussion about what we're really enjoying about COD 2.0. We haven't complained. They might be mixing up with some other guy. Uh, yeah, the fact that... You would think I would do that to people is horrendous, but yeah, that's not me. I promise that's not my bot. Man talks like he drank too much G Fuel. Bro talks at 1.25 speed. That's a funny one. <laughs> awesome vid, but seriously, if sex is so good, then how come there isn't a sex too? Interesting. Interesting. I think I think the uh, what people are seeing with a lot of the or what you're seeing with all the comments recently, where people are like, "Oh, you need to slow down." I think I really think you're just so excited to be excited about covering a yeah. game fully again um because oh, Vanguard, you know, <laughs> yeah a lot of people didn't really you know it, it wasn't it wasn't a a uh like a, an empowering experience to go talk about something you really wanted to talk about and with vanguard you know it kind of just it didn't really hit like that so now there's a lot of shit to talk about shit we're grinding doing this and you're just so excited you're like yeah we're just like going through and i yeah it's like no but the thing is Vanguard, you know, that season, that was probably where you could say, I woke up asking myself, what the fuck am I going to talk about today? Like that's, that's pro that was probably the year where that was true. The only year I think that was ever true. Um, and <laughs> the, the irony with that is that 
90% of my content last year wasn't even Vanguard. It was like general COD things, the Microsoft acquisition, Cold War Year 2 bundles and updates, MW2 rumors here and there. It, it, it really wasn't. I mean, remember that video that had 100K after New Year's? It was like that BO4 update video. We talked about the Echo Hawk being renamed for some reason. and whatever. Like, we were making stuff like that majority of the time we weren't even vanguard wasn't even the focus i mean it just it was ridiculous but yeah someone said in chat people want you to make videos like you're depressed <laughs> negativity gets views i'm just not i'm not on board with that shit so if positivity don't get views then i guess we're not getting views because we're just all about the love and the appreciation and the respect and the honor and you know the opportunity to to be in line with other cod creators that activision works with i mean that to me is the greatest privilege of all. Like, it's not about the free COD, it's not about the plane ticket, it's just about the acknowledgement that I cover COD full time and that's acknowledged behind the scenes to where we get opportunities to be able to promote things with you guys early, do giveaways, give away free copies. Like, that that, that to me is the greatest gift of all. But another comment, who even is bro? That's a funny one. Um, <laughs> who is little bro? Yeah, and then there was something, I made a video, I don't know which video it was, something that got confirmed. And the first comment is, where is confirmed clickbaiter? And the, the first reply is that Telegram bot. Con contact me for your reward, you've been shortlisted, congratulations. I mean, that's kind of that's fucking funny. Are you seriously defending seasonal prestigious? Get out, you're not a true community member. I replied L comment. Am I not, am I not a true community member? Because I, like I like seasonal prestige. I like having more substance to it, like I, I've been adding, but... I think seasonal prestige gives a lot of uh, it gives a, it gives a reason to come back every few months. Um, oh yeah, like sure thing. Like for like for example, there's been a few people that that grinded out Orion camo ASAP as soon as the game dropped like that, and they would have been max prestige. They would have zero reason to even play the game after that. Oh yeah. Um, and I feel like I feel like a lot of hardcore players also fall into that. So yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I th I like I like it. I like it a lot more. I think. Yeah. I, I didn't think I would, but I I really do. My last multiplayer update, somebody replied, I, the video goes over a multiplayer update. The guy replies, it's a stupid multiplayer update. Nobody cares. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bro, what happened to his voice? And Deli Alpha replied, Fajardi, because that was your short. Yeah, you put that up was the line. short I made. Yeah. <laughs> why, do you, why do you talk so much? Somebody replied, Adderall. Can you please stop shilling, bro? Please talk about the issues the game has. No, I was gatekeeping this glitch. You damn nerd. Why would you publicize this? You're late to the wave. Take this video down. You're four days late. They've been out and viewable since the game came out along with CDL calling card emblem glitch. Oh, that's the private match thing I covered in that video. This dude looks like the typical COD virgin that spends too much time playing the game. I feel like I don't play the game enough. So that's kind of an ironic comment. Yeah, that's a really and ironic. Last but not least, while we're going to hell. Oh, I hope we don't, but <laughs> there we go. Some uh, some funny comments for this week. We caught up on a, I think a batch of the last like two, three weeks. But uh, yeah, no, honestly though, with the growth the channel has seen, there really hasn't been much hate. And you know what? I stopped doing community posts. That's probably why. Community posts were the cesspool of degenerates and Redditors that would come and talk crap to you. They don't even watch my videos. Um, so a lot more positively in love lately. I think that's a good thing. I think Vanguard everybody Vanguard and everybody's panties in a bunch. What's, what's the quote? Everybody, everybody was just angry. Everybody was just angry. Everybody was fucking tripping last year. So maybe that's. What I can't believe we did pod. I can't believe we did podcast <laughs> through that cycle without getting. What did we? What did we just... talk about last year? Honestly, what, 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 what were we talking about? What did we talk about? Oh my back cracks! So oh wow. my god! And especially oh, in that era god. where I didn't want to talk about MW two yet, but now I'm like all over it. That's that's now you're like let's like, please talk about. You're like you're like you're like please don't MW, bring up Cold MW, War. MW2. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I'm like please don't bring up Cold War. Actually, yeah, I know. Real, I know. Yeah, literally real. Um. No, it's 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 freaking hilarious, dude. Just kind of the progression. Oh, I gotta play this this TikTok. This is gold. This made me die <laughs> laughing for like maybe it's, ten minutes. Uh, be straight. careful. It is copyrighted music in there, so be careful okay, about I'll, that. I'll like okay. So chat. 
obviously we had the first video of the the suitcases and DMZ, right? I, I'm assuming when the world, because here's, here's the thing, right? It wasn't that hard to accomplish when we first started going for it because nobody really knew about the weapon cases that much. So we weren't getting third party. It, it wasn't that great. We posted the video on it. Obviously, when that happens, more people are going to be uh, exposed to what that was. So TikTok put out, or somebody on TikTok put out this video explaining the frustration. I'll play that for you guys right now. Let, let, me, let me pull it up real quick. It, 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 I actually tweeted it out as well as gold. Here, here, here you guys go. This is fucking bullshit. Okay? This, these fucking assholes. This fucking assholes. The fuck is that? So, they're trying to, uh, they're trying to convey that the quest is so difficult. And it's like, because we had comments in the video too, like, how the hell do these people get away with getting all seven cases? Um, <laughs> it's such a funny, and there was other ones too that got posted about this. It's And it's for Jardy's thumb right there too in the TikTok. It's the, trying to unlock this skin. It's so funny to see stuff like this. Like, oh my God. I thought this was hilarious. But uh, yeah, that, that that's what's going on with that. Um, Real quickly, last minute thing about Twitter I wanted to bring up. Like, I still see mentions about this and I, I, I just wanted, I wanted to clarify it real quickly. People still giving creators shit about having paid eight bucks for a, a check mark. Do people understand? It, it it was probably harder for no other profession but content creators to get a verified check mark because the the old verification system had a hard time evaluating a creator's business. Right, even if you submitted your federal trademark badge and all this info and articles that mention you, creators kept getting screwed over with 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 verification. So. If anything, the whole Twitter blue strat was just for creators, in my opinion. Nobody else, I don't think, really used it all that much. Um, that system is suspended anyway. You can't do that anymore. But people that are concerned about how others spend their eight dollars, like, come on, like, it's just, really? Like, who gives a shit, man? It's it's like it's. I'm glad we have it. It's, it was long overdue for the creators like myself. They got screwed over with the old system. So it's like it's just good that it's just a pixel on the screen. It's there. It's fixed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just I wanted to bring that up real quickly. I, see, I still see comments about it, making fun of people that paid the eight bucks. It's like, yeah, if you, if, maybe if you're like, uh, you know, you don't really do anything and you you have a check mark, sure, you could you say you wasted eight bucks, but, um, you know, it's it's like whatever, man. It is what it is. But um, with that being said, yeah, that that's pretty much everything going on. Definitely, we got some guests lined up. We had one that was time for today, but we had to, we had to postpone that, which is fine. Lots of guests coming up. Really excited about what's going on. I mean, you never know. Maybe our next pod will be at 100k already. I don't know. We're at 97.2. We don't know. I mean, God the bless. pod in studio would be crazy, man. That, I have to figure out how we're going to arrange, like, my desk and everything for that. I, I You know, for a two-person pod. That's, that's going to be fun. I think you might you might literally have to bring your computer out into, like, into, like, a different room. So, like, we can have it, like, actual podcast setup setup. You know what I mean? True. True. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Um, I'm just – I'm beyond grateful, Chad. I mean, you guys have been killing it with the support. It's been It's been an honor. Katsupoy knows off to a really strong start. I mean, we're at a point where we're like, we're over there, we're, him and I are over here debating like what video we should do next. There's just so much to fucking put up. We're just kind of like throwing shit left and right, seeing what we're going to put up. But we're, we, yeah, we've been strategically posting. Continuing yeah, innovating, trying to pick and choose what the uh, the next best step is and just yep, definitely. Really, uh, really provide content no one else is, is putting out. Yep. Um, yep. So. Uh, and also, as a reminder, we've also revamped uh, the memberships here on the channel. Shadow Company, Ghost Team, Task Force One Four One. Got new names for our uh, membership tiers. Uh, appreciate all that support with that. Member, the members have been coming in really hot. Really, really means a lot. Really goes a long way. Special video coming out later today as well. You guys don't want to miss out on. And that video has a really important sponsor that you also probably be interested in. I'm sure you guys will be excited about it. It's really cool. But with that being said, I think that's just about everything. We'll see. Uh, 
how soon we hit 100k might be the next episode maybe the episode after that we're not sure but yeah lots of stuff coming up lots of good stuff on deck um again big shout out to the man himself the co-host for Jardy. he's been doing a excellent and superb job with content management helping out with titles different thumbs i mean it's been there's so much more on deck that we have in store for you guys i just couldn't be more excited for the future season one reloaded is a couple of weeks away already which is it's mental to think about but hopefully you guys all have a great holiday weekend for those still celebrating thanksgiving and any last words, Mr. Carlos? Anything else that we missed? Or um, yeah, just very grateful for all the support. Very, yep. very grateful for the position I'm in. Um, and I'm sure DK is as well, obviously. Absolutely. And, Can never uh, take it for granted. Yeah, never take it for granted. I just, I uh, I think every single day how how grateful I am. And hopefully you guys do too with anything in your life. Yep. And, yeah, that's all I want to say. Yep. That. Love, peace, and Plus positivity, up. man. And yeah, I, last thing I'll say, I finally got a second monitor. So... Uh, no more mistakes on gameplay streams where, you know, things are all over the place. It's also easier just to have OBS over there. So the game's right here. I don't have to, like, tab out and all this crazy shit. Like, uh, I think I sent a really nice monitor, so I'm, I'm really grateful for that. You'll probably see that mentioned in a video soon as well, a little sponsor. But, um, yeah, now I got, I mean, I would say it's a two-monitor PC setup, but I got, the, I got the iMac for editing here, my iPad here for, like, notes, Twitter, and I got the laptop on the side for extra. So I got, like, fucking five, six screens in front of me. So um, expect... A lot more production, <laughs> a lot, uh, some faster production with upcoming COD 2.0 content. But with that being said, we will see you guys in the next one. Peace out, everybody.